Well, we are back, huh? We're back at the Nine Club, everybody. Today we got a special, special guest. <laughs> Miss... Can you say special in French? Oh. Special. That's easy. <laughs> we got a, a special. There you go. Perfect. Right. Today we got an especial <laughs> guest, Mr. Bastian Salabonzi. Thanks for having me, man. Dude, yeah. thank you yeah. so much for coming. Oh, bro, it's an honor for us to have you here. Dude, His I'm name like, rolls off your tongue. Yeah, I know. Bastian Salabonzi. Huh? Is that great, how you pronounce man. it, though? In well, that's, that, it. that's that's it. it. You say it great. Man. Okay, big fan, man. Thank you all so much. Oh mm-hmm. my god, yeah. we were just talking. <laughs> we're in, man, we were just talking before the show about, uh, you know, I was, uh, I always liked these certain tricks that you used to do, and I'm sure like other people were like, oh, kickflip, uh, kickflip front board down sixteen, and all. You know what I mean, like stuff like that. But I always liked the ones of you skating the Barcelona spot, the Euro gap down into the into the euro gap yep. i always loved those tricks that you were doing in there man you talk about, you talk about the tricks in the in the lord's video the they don't give a fuck about us i think so but it, i think you also had some stuff in, 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 the real so, in sorry, sorry. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah 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 oh i always i don't know why i just i always like that spot yeah this spot is awesome dude. it's it's, it's great it's, huh? it's harder to skate than it looks like yeah, when you actually get there you're like whoa it's actually gnarlier than it looks like on videos but it's a it, it still looks gnarly on video was it pretty yeah. steep yeah it's a little steep and uh the gap the hole in between is not that tiny like you can't go super slow at it and then you have like a kind of a gutter that's bent inside out oh. so you when you're about to pop you definitely see the gutter at the bottom <laughs> so that's it with your mind so yeah. to commit it takes a little bit of time you know to get used to that spot i like that he's worried about a little gutter but he's kick flip from boarding like 16 <laughs> stair rails like how do you, where are you looking when you're doing a six uh, kick flip front board like where are you what do you you look, what, what are you, you, what are you at, looking at? Like you look at the spot where you want your board to land. And where is that? Uh, like halfway? Um, no, no, because More. that would mean you go full speed. No, no, you go slow at it. You go slow. Oh. because that rail in SF you're talking about is sure. kind of low, so you don't go fast at all. Oh, yeah, that yeah. thing's gnarly. But it took me. It was it was a battle for the mind. Oh. You know, I yeah, was yeah, like, yeah. but also I didn't want to stop in front of it too many times because the more you stop, the more you start overthinking everything. Madness. So at one point, I stopped like about two or three times in front of it. And I was like, all right, like if I, we put like pieces of plywood on the ground so it was perfectly smooth. Okay. So I turn around, I'm like, all right, if I do a kickflip bolts, I'm turning around, I don't stop. I push, <laughs> well, kickflip. flat ground. Yes. I push, kickflip bolts. I'm like, yeah. all right, I turn around, do the first try, kickflip front board. That Nothing was... happened. I landed, slid, okay. and the board flew away, and I instantly knew I could do it. But it's that first try. Wow. It's always the hardest. It's always, always the hardest. How many, to- how many tries did it take you? About five. Five tries. Jeez. And then you made it down every time? Yes. Oh my yeah, God. I never messed the kickflip. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a disaster. That was, yeah, that was my goal. Don't, just go home yeah, safe. Don't sack that thing. Plus, it's kind of weird because you drive from Huntington Beach to San Francisco to sure. skate that spot. Right. So you Did you have go the straight builder. there? Uh, we probably skated all the spot before. Mm-hmm. Like, you you might remember a frontside tail slide fakie on a, st- a steep, like, black rail that yeah. was in SF2. Oh. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that's what I had in mind. We were almost finishing the story video, and I did a lot of kickflip from board in, yeah. in that area, and I really want a sick one. Right. And that rail, uh, I was more comfortable skating lower rail, that really tall one at that okay. age, so I knew that height was perfect how for old, me. How old were you? About 15 years old. Oh <laughs> 15 years God, old. That's amazing. <laughs> when did you get on flip? At 14? Uh, I was very young. I was, they started to hook me up when I was about 
13, 14, and then I started traveling. I went to Jeff's house uh, to really meet the dudes. First okay. time really skating with those dudes when I was about 14, barely 15, not even. Like, my mom literally, like, wrote a note that, like, Jeff was my legal guardian and all That's this. That's what you have to do, really? yeah. Insane, because if tomorrow my kid is like that, I'm going to whatever, South Africa, and meeting that dude that you never met. Right. Write me a letter. I'll be like, yo, I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> What's up with That's that insane, dude? insane, right? Yeah, no, my mom was amazing. Yeah. That. So she, they were supportive. I mean, you're 15 years old. Completely. You know what I mean? Like, But you started skating at like, what, nine years nine old? Nine years old, yeah, in South of France. But uh, back then, I was doing a lot of uh, a lot of team sports, a lot of activities. Oh. Like I, I tell my uh, my friends, like if if like... I guess back then my mom could tell that I was responsible enough or mm -hmm. I had my head on my shoulder enough that right. like she could trust me being so far away from her, but still kind of be uh, doing positive, you know, and she could yeah. see that skateboarding was what I love to do. Like all the sports, all the activity I did back then, instantly I had to put it aside and focus on skateboard because that's what I love to do. And right. I, my mom knew that was my dream. and. She was so happy for me. Plus, from an early age, like local skate shops or uh, people like that talked to my mom and were like, yo, you know, like your your son really has a, like a talent, I don't know about ability or something, okay. but yeah, he's yeah. learning tricks learning, really fast. And yeah, like we could, we want to hook him up with stuff, uh, mm -hmm. free stuff from the shop. So she was like, wait, like, is he, is he good? Like, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, is this even a thing? Like, yeah, what's exactly, good? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. No, dude, trust me. Getting free product for the first time was like a Christmas for I me bet. and my brother. It was unbelievable. Oh, so your brother skates too? Yeah, we started together. Okay. Yeah, yeah Augusta okay. and me. Yeah. Older brother, younger brother? Yeah, I'm the youngest. Oh. I have a brother that's three years older than me and one that's seven years older. Okay. And so I started skating with Augustine, who is three years older than me. Were they getting sponsored and stuff too? Or were they, or were you just kind of going fast? <laughs> no, no. I mean, you know what? My brother brother is actually really good on the skateboard mm -hmm. you know he's really good uh but you know once we started skating with like uh, like the first year when i skated i didn't even know there was like oli or grind wow. or nothing i really grew up in a small town where there was no skate shop nothing huh. so i had zero influence i just had fun cruising on my board all day long. If I saw two little stairs, I'd just go full speed, kind of put my weight in the back and, and jump. Just right. <laughs> to me, that was the shit. You know what the mean? best, oh, yeah. And then uh, I moved to a bigger city and I actually witnessed like a squad of skaters just flipping their board, grinding the ledges. And with my brother, we were like, yo, like look at those guys it was the most like awesome you didn't thing even we... know it was possible yeah it was a wake-up call I, I knew the ollie but yeah. any of the tricks i've never witnessed him live you know and those guys those guys were like nice enough to just take us under our wings yo we got another spot up there like come with us wow. and then that's when everything just started for me like uh okay uh, i'm like this is what i want to do like sure. skateboarding is is my thing wow what what, what, what sports were you playing before like soccer and stuff i was or doing a football? lot of uh handball Handball is oh. like a German sport. It's like a smaller ball than like yeah, you hit it against a wall. No, it's no? like you have like small cage, kind of like soccer cage, like soccer goals. Okay, but kind of smaller, and uh, you dribble the ball like basketball, but you can do three, three steps once you don't dribble anymore. And so you jump with your left foot. Usually, you go like one, two, three. You hold the ball three mm -hmm. step. You jump, and then you score you goals with your arm. Oh, why come I've never really heard of this? It's, you dribble. It's, it's, big, it's big in Europe, but in America, I don't think that it's a really. And you played on a court, like you, a you hard. You played on a basketball bas okay. surface, yeah. What? Huh. Yeah, so what you is... have you have a zone and everything where the goalkeeper is. And yeah. You can't you can't step inside it. Okay. So you basically like pass uh, the ball to the teammates, and then once uh, you you're open, 
you'll have like the defense in your back so it's pretty physical sport for sure oh. when you're young there is not that much contact it's more like everybody spread out sure. on the floor so it's like a but it's very between basketball and soccer almost yeah, and almost football like, almost too. Like, like uh, what's the sport where you have like that a cr- cricket cr- cross, 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 oh, lacrosse, cross, highlight, where you score like you have like a net, yeah, with the, the ball. Yeah, yeah. yeah. let's oh, yeah. say it's like a kind of cross, but you use your hand to okay. score goals. Huh? Were you good? I was good. I was really yeah, good. yeah, yeah. yeah I, was, uh, I really loved it. Like I, I did a lot of tournaments. I was like really, really. You good. were into it. Yeah, yeah, super no way. into it. But then skating just took over. Yeah, That's that was it. it. <laughs> I just gave up everything. That's what I wanted to do. So now you meet up with this big crew. How did you get your first board? Man, I, I was snowboarding in the mountains when I was oh. about eight, nine years old. And then we were coming back to the hotel. And then two skaters just cruised by me. I just like I was like, okay, what's going on? And then that dude smacked the Oli on the ground, like about five feet away from me. I was like, this is the coolest thing ever. Yeah, like, <laughs> as soon as we came back to town, I'm like, mom, 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 I want a skateboard. I want a skateboard. And yeah. she bought me like a piece of crap that you couldn't even say, you know, from like the, from Target <laughs> the or whatever, t- like right. typical that you know, when the parents don't know. Yeah. yeah. And I quickly figured out that you couldn't really do much with it. And mm-hmm. then I actually ordered like a proper board on like, there was no skate shop. So I had to like, yeah. uh, through, through like a sport, like skate shop kind of catalog, I okay. ordered a board and it was normally supposed to be like a classic shape. But then when the box came in my house, it was like a fish shape huge Steve Caballero with like 58 on no. and, like, <laughs> and I opened the box I was like oh shit like, this what the fuck <laughs> but that, that's all I had so I skated that for a year straight <laughs> yeah, I skate went everywhere with it sounds it. like they were sending that one to Raj yeah. and they, you got the wrong one <laughs> imagine like little like kid 8 years old I, I with know. a big fish 59 on like but I cruised with you it did. all year long dude. wow I, I even have a photo with me in my bed sleeping with my board because I was so hyped. You were another day. Uh, yeah. Some people Paul, come P-Rod on the show. Too. Yeah, Paul yeah. Rodriguez slept with his board. I'm not surprised. I did exactly the same. No way. Yeah. I know it sounds kind of sus, but I slept with No, no, no. It's fine. It's fine. It's just like, it's amazing to me because I think I used to just put mine in the garage. You know? Uh, no, like I, I, I wanted mine close by. Close by. Like, yeah. And then what was it? Do you remember your first like real board where you're like, this is like the yes, shit? Yes. Uh, my first real board, we went to the skate shop with my mom and I saw this really dope like blind Lavar McBride board uh, Gaisha and I was like yo this is this is the board I want right <laughs> okay. there I loved it I was really into Lavar McBride because uh, you know you always have like an OG skater in a, mm-hmm. in a skate shop that knows a little bit more than anybody around and yeah. he used to call me Little Lavar oh. I, I, oh. I had short hair I was tiny you know yeah. I was like who is Lavar McBride like <laughs> he's calling me Little Lavar but I don't know him that's and a then compliment. I f- too. Oh, yeah. Huge compliment. <laughs> yes. yeah. And I, f- yeah. I found out about Lavar, and then I actually saw his board in the wall on the skate shop. I'm like, this is for me. This, this is, is mine. Like, yeah. This is mine. Yeah. And I they, bought that board. They call me Lavar. I'm going to ride Lavar's board. I'm going to ride board. Lavar's board. Yeah. 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 But you had seen videos of him at that point. You knew who he was at that point, or it was no, just another name. He said he didn't know who he was. No. When he used, he used to, to call me Little Lavar, I didn't know. And then I watched videos like Old School right. 411, stuff like that. Uh, I found out about the 20 shot sequence, the trilogy yeah. video, and I was like, yo, this guy is. Is amazing. And like, then you got his like board. Him. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Right. Marathon lines. Marathon lines. Oh, yeah. Dude, so good. Oh my god. Yeah. That Lavar must... was a huge inspiration to me, man. You had a bunch of marathon lines too. I was skating like Makwa and shit like yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I, if I did as many tricks as Lavar, but I tried. I tried. <laughs> so he was one of your favorite skaters growing Absolutely. up. Absolutely. Oh, yeah, yeah, any yeah. any other favorite yeah, skaters? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, I was super into Karim Campbell. Yeah. Uh, I was super into well, obviously when I first saw the the mouse video, 
it was a slap in the face, you know? Like, yeah. I mean, the first video, you're gonna laugh because you probably know exactly, was a, a really old school New Deal video with like Rene Matisson okay. and guys like that. Yeah. And uh, with my brother, we're like, dude, like those guys are so good. Like that's, that's, that's all we want to do. Like that's yeah. the next step. And then we watched like uh, the mouse video and just the way it was edited, the, the music, really uh, everybody had their own style, their own flavor. And mm -hmm. we were like, yo, that's, this was our, our Bible when we grew up, man. So yeah, Costan, Garmayano, yeah. to me, they're like, uh, they're not human, you know? Yeah, <laughs> I know, trust me, I know. So yeah. you were like, you were, you liked like the world camp. You were a fan of like the world blind world, like all that. Yeah, all one that one, stuff. absolutely. Oh, okay. Absolutely. Oh wow. Absolutely. Interesting. Yeah. Sixteen skateboard was my first uh, sponsor, where they really just oh, send wow. me boxes of boards, just full hooked up, like oh, uh, no. insane. You know, We're, I used to have boards, a few one from a skate shop, but receiving like ten brand new boards with grip tape, wheels, and everything you can imagine, like was the first time. Me and my brother used to open the package, just turn it upside down, see just all the stuff on it. We're like, <laughs> we made it, bro. Because <laughs> we didn't have nothing. Right? So, dude, it was it was the best thing, man. Like, That's awesome. Just seeing my brother setting up a brand new board every time I receive a package mm -hmm. felt, felt so good. Or just going to the spot with like brand new wheels, brand oh, new board. Oh, it's the best, like, right? It's, it's the best thing. Because also, too, back then, the World Industries dudes would all ride brand new shit all the time. It crispy yeah. wheels crispy boards like I, I i remember i was always like i gotta ride the new shit yeah plus you, you don't know? realize how how like great it feels to actually pop with a brand new board Ooh. like you used to change the board every like six months seven months and then all of a sudden you receive like 10 boards every two months so your board hit a wall or something like, ah, i might have to change <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. totally yeah. and where, where was the 16 skateboards where was that from uh, california Oh, were they? Yeah, you remember yeah. that? They're I like, don't remember. Uh, they're 16 like a skateboard. down, down branch from Invisible. You remember oh, really? Invisible? Oh, I know Invisible. All the young kids. No, I know. Board, okay, man. I don't. I don't know. Tur I don't Is know. Is that six, a firm? I thought that you wrote for like Termite. No. No. How did they get a hold of you? How did you uh, get hooked up with them? Well, I did a, a contest in uh, in Marseille. Mm. And uh, it was a Vance Warp Tour. And back then, I just thought it was a regular contest. But actually, the winner of the contest was sent to Ventura, California to represent the country which he won the stop from. So I'm like 12, 13 years old, 12 years old. I'm skating a contest in, in France, missing school. Yeah. Next thing I know, I win. And the dude is like, oh, by the way, like in October, you're going to California, Ventura to skate the, the final amateur. <laughs> I was like what like i'm going to america no way and then so in october me and my brother because i was so young my mom was like yo you're living with your brother you you're not going go. along right, yeah. right 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 we went to ventura amazing trip bro like only thing that was kind of crazy like i came from a small city and when they picked us up from the airport it probably took us about to me i don't know if i couldn't wait to get there or whatnot but to me it felt like eternity to get to ventura sure. hotel I f it felt like five hours or five something hours. i mean we flew for 14 hours then we got picked up by the van's uh, van and then we drive for five hours right to get there so i was super excited you know but it took forever and i was like just like yo when are we getting there when are we getting there yeah, like right. i was so excited and i ended up uh, second at that contest billy rohan won the contest and i ended up second wow he was no age i was against dude that were like 20 years old and i was like just a little shrimp in the middle <laughs> of the skate park you know like he was crazy and then uh, rodney which was a team manager of uh of 16 at the time saw me skate he's like yo like vance already hooked me up a little bit okay. so gave me packages 
And then, yeah, I didn't have anything going on with boards. And then Rodney was like, yo, we would love to help you out. Uh, Willie Santos started to, he saw me there. He had a brand, closing brand called True. Okay. Mm -hmm. And so after, once I came back in France, I was hooked up with shoes, with uh, boards through, uh, through 16, and then clothes with... Uh, with uh, True, True Closing. And then at that time, kind of in that era, Karen Campbell kind of heard of me and started sending me action shoes too. So, Damn, how, dude, I, that's crazy. It was, it was an insane era for me. Yeah. You were like the most popular kid on the block. <laughs> I, I, felt <laughs> like like, I felt like it. Well, were you, were, did you skate the mini boards or did you skate like actual, because they, didn't they make like small boards? I skated the smaller boards at first, but I quickly felt yeah. more comfortable on regular shape but yeah i started skating i loved it man because when you like back then i couldn't tray flip on flat but i could tray flip off like a, a little like sidewalk or two stairs because i didn't just didn't have the power to throw it so those mini balls really helped actually yes. yeah, yeah dude now, yeah. nowadays it looks it's completely normal to see small kids with a mini board at the shop yeah at the, at the skate park but back when we were skating almost nobody made nobody. boards for kids you know yeah, right. so you had to just skate whatever but since i started with a big fish board with 59 once i put regular shape <laughs> board with like 50 mil felt like a like a toothpick to me too <laughs> you may have come up with the the answer start all these kids off with these big the, heavy boards yeah 8. with a big 5. old caballero and then, <laughs> yeah. and then in a year switch them over and they'll yeah, be you'll have you'll have chego the most pop after six they, months dude, that's I why i think cater is gonna have like gnarly strength when he gets older because he's like riding those nine inch boards that's right what size board do you ride right now i used to skate 8.2 and a half but now i'm back to eight why 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 the switch if you just feel more comfortable on eight or 8.2 is too big i used to skate 8.2 and a half when i skated with flip mm -hmm. and we used to skate a lot of big spots yeah. big gap big rails and uh I don't know. I felt like more stable, more yeah. comfortable. Was getting big spot with uh, with those big boards. You know, once you once you catch the trick, the board doesn't move under your feet. Right. But then I started to take some time off a little bit, and then when I came on my board again, I I set up an eight and actually felt oh, it felt good. right. Like eight point two and a half was a little bit big. Oh, okay. Yeah. When okay. you were skating like for flip during the sorry days, you were skating eight two five. Eight two five at like fourteen fifteen. Yeah. Jeez, dude. I don't that. That's not that was not a normal size back then. Yeah. No. Everyone was skating seven seven fives and stuff. Oh like yeah. That. Eight yeah. was like huge. Like yeah. the Apple Yard board, I think it's like a seven point eight or something like that, or even smaller. Oh yeah. Yeah, no, eight point two and a half, man. It used to oh. be called the F twenty one. The perfect, really flat, flat top, mm. nose tail, really perfect. Eight point two and a half. That's all I skated okay. all my career for flip. Interesting. Wow. Well, so I mean, because you just said you got on flip around like fourteen, you started getting hooked up by flip. Yeah. I mean, you're already twelve getting hooked up by sixteen. What what happened in those two years? Like, did you have? To, were you getting hooked up by sixteen the whole time, yes. and then went over to flip? How did, uh, how did flip come in the picture? Because uh, you know, I skated. Yeah, I skated uh, for sixteen for a little bit, and uh, started to do a little more contests in Europe, okay. uh, contests in France, and stuff like that. And I believe that uh, Rune Glifberg was in one of the events that I skated at. I didn't even know that he was there. And then uh, yeah, after that event, I got a. A phone call from jeremy fox didn't know who he was and he was like man like where i represent flip skateboard and uh we would love to start sending you boards and everything i knew flip skateboard. you knew flip i knew right. flip skateboard, <laughs> yeah. so i was like it's like yo this is crazy this is like this is yeah. crazy. i felt like no disrespect to 16 but sure. i felt like he was such a like a, a step higher or closer oh, to yeah. what yeah. i dreamed of <laughs> 
that I just had to go for it. Yeah. So that was the top almost. Oh my god! Point. It's like going from 16 straight to the top. Yeah, yeah, wow. no, absolutely. I, you know, I couldn't believe it. And uh, so they started slowly by sending me packages and and boards and stuff like that. Same thing, man. When you first receive your flip package, oh, yeah. you open it. It feels really special. I'm <laughs> really special. Totally, especially across the across the world. Yeah, no, yeah. absolutely, absolutely. You're in the small like, town. You're still living in the small town at that yeah, point yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Same city, same wow. city. Yeah, no, I could remember like it was yesterday buying a board and really taking care of it because you know you're gonna have it for a while to like receiving like 15 boards every month from Flip Skateboard, bro. Crazy. <laughs> it was insane. It was insane. Wow. So I did that for a year, about a year. Skated just. I was not even a flow team. Like, I don't even know I was, it was official at all. They just wanted to hook me up. Sure. And then, uh, yeah, shortly after that, they're like, yo, what would you think like uh, to, oh, first they had a trip in France mm. uh, where we actually filmed a couple of stuff uh, for the story video, like okay. uh, the line switching up the two, kickflip front board down the rail, oh, yeah. those yeah. tricks on the marble plaza. That was my first time meeting the flip dudes, first time skating with Tom, with with all those dudes so i was like that's heavy crazy <laughs> like they're in my country coming and like i gotta i gotta i gotta skate so good right. like i was like pumped like yo i gotta show them i got this crazy did, were, did you know french friend at all at that point or was it no just first time meeting everyone yeah first time meeting everybody yeah that's pretty crazy it was so fun man it was so fun <laughs> and then for after paris we went down to south like uh tom had like a mini ramp like in the in the barn yes in the middle of nowhere south of bordeaux So we traveled down there. I, st I was like, dude, I'm staying at Tom Penny's house. We used to sleep on the floor of the mini ramp with like sleeping bags and shit. Yeah. And I, I was like, I couldn't believe it. I woke up probably like six in the morning because I was so You're excited. So pumped, I, couldn't, yeah. I couldn't sleep. Yeah, it was crazy, man. I looked and there's like Tom Penny here and Bulala and, and Jeff. Wow. And young, young, young Arto. It was insane back then, man. This episode is brought to us by AG1. It is very important to me that the supplements I take are of the highest quality, and that's why for years I have been drinking AG1. Unlike many supplement brands out there, AG1 conducts relentless testing to set the standard for purity and potency. It's also researched and developed by an in-house team of scientists, doctors, and nutritionists with decades of experience in their respective fields. I know that I can trust what's in every scoop of AG1 because it's tested for 950 contaminants and banned substances. While the industry standard, guess what? Typically only tested for 10. That's why the Nine Club has partnered with AG1 for so long because they make such a high quality product that I genuinely look forward to drinking every day. So if you want to replace your multivitamin and more, start with AG1. Try AG1 and get your free one-year supply of vitamin D3 plus K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first subscription at drinkag1.com slash nine club. All you got to do in your URL, type drinkag1.com slash nine club at checkout. Go give it a try. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. What were your brothers saying? What was your, like, what are all the people around you? Are they just tripping? Like, I know that my big brother was extremely proud. Like, he always grew up in a, 
like he's very influenced by sports, very mm-hmm. influenced by all that, like performance and all that. He's a really good rugby player. Oh wow! So he competes in, in in kind of a high level. So to me, that was always a like I looked up to him, you know. Okay. And uh, now, yeah, we can talk about it like freely. That like he's super proud of me, Sick. and you know, back then he was like, "Yo, what's happening to him is just amazing." But you have to imagine when you're like 14, everything happens so quick that to you, you don't have the the you can't really take a step back and and look the bigger picture. Like I was sure. so headfirst into it that like you don't actually realize how totally. insane it is what's going on. You just embrace yeah. each moment and mm-hmm. enjoy everything, but. I think it takes a couple of years to be like, well, actually, like I was with those dudes back then in that area. We accomplished this much. It's like same thing when people tell me about the sorry video, the impact uh, that video had on their skating or growing up or whatnot. I never realized that making the video, even being at the premiere and seeing the video, right. I never realized it because as soon as we finished that video, three months, four months later, we were like, all right, we're making the really sorry. So mm-hmm. you're like, all right, this, this is done. This is done. Right. We are already yeah, looking so much forward. Yeah. yeah. So it takes time to realize things you oh do. Oh my God. I'll, yeah. I'll even sometimes right now look back at stuff and I'll be like, that's crazy. Yeah. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Like, that's yeah. crazy. Yeah. You're so involved that you're just looking straight You're just ahead. going. Yeah. Right. And people ask you like, oh, what was that like? You're like, dude, I don't know. I was just living. You were just yeah. skating. Yeah. And just, I, yeah. It was yeah. A, you, were, you weren't, you were just in the moment and you weren't thinking about what, I, I know exactly what you're Well, because saying. it yeah. becomes normal after a while. Mm-hmm. You know exactly. what I mean? You said you're in Tom Penny's bar but then later on it just becomes normal it yeah. becomes an everyday thing yeah you know you how special it really sure. is you look back on it. oh Absolutely. my god so what happened in his barn huh <laughs> did he do any magical shit or what's going because everybody's got a tom penny story i feel like everybody's got this magical tom penny story that probably nobody else will ever believe well if i can tell you um like a tom penny story that really struck me when i was a kid mm-hmm. was uh the fact that I realized very soon, very quickly watching him skate, that in his mind, when he's skating, there is no, what if I bail my tricks? When he's about to do a trick, his body language, everything is going to be exactly as if everything's going to be all right. I never see him like throw tricks and then mid-air be like, nah, that's not the one. Right. Like, so one time we're skating... uh, this double set, sorry, Tom, I gotta say that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what, you know the double set where I do backside flip uh, in the sorry video? It's like kind of a big, like oh, yeah. fla- Under, five, yes, yeah. five flat mm-hmm. six or something like mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. First time going skate there, I look up, I'm like, yo, this thing is it's big. It's big. Like, it's, it's big. And I see Tom like super, f- the run up is super long, as much as you want. Okay. And he's like literally like, probably 100 meter like so far away okay. and he comes up like full speed just push 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 i'm like what the hell like he's going so fast and he just throw a kick flip but as soon as he pop and flick it i can see that the board is too far from his feet he's never gonna make it like okay. that's he's gotta kick the board but i wait i wait i wait he's not kicking the board he's waiting for it like that's the one <laughs> and then and then he doesn't change his stance he just land on the ground and then just smashes the ground like potato bag i was okay. like Yo. <laughs> like no way like i could not believe that he didn't just like stabilize himself or like change his plan he was like shoom i got this <laughs> he's like i don't have it but i'm just yeah <laughs> and that was always like this with him like when you throw oh. tricks his body is always waiting for the perfect catch so that's why I like he make it look so easy because he's always throwing his tricks and then just waiting for the board to come right back to his feet 
but sometimes it doesn't work out. I bet his falls look graceful too, dude. He's like, that <laughs> one didn't look that graceful. <laughs> that one was heavy. But uh, no, nah, he took it like a man, dude. He took it like a man. Legend. And, that yeah, must have dude. been crazy wow. on those trips. You guys skated some big stuff. Too. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially, you know what? Like Jeff Rowley really helped me. Because uh, back then you skate like rails past like six stairs for the first time of your life. I remember going to uh, UCLA University. Mm -hmm. Those rails were Heath Kitchard, Backside Noseblend that. Mm -hmm. Dude, the oh, biggest... you at, you at uh, UCI, you mean? UCI, yeah. yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Those yeah. like kind of thin square, square rails. Ones, yeah. yeah. Jeff bring me there. There was Ed Templeton, Arto, and Jeff. This is my first street session with those guys back in Huntington Beach after my mom sent me to Jeff's house. Okay. So I'm already super pumped. Like, yo, this is Ed Templeton. Yo, this is Arto. Like, that's Jeff. That's insane. And I never skated a big rail except like park rails. And I get there, I walk. Like, the rail is literally like up to my shoulder when I walk to it I look how long it is I'm like yo if I only and hit my nose on the rail You're I done. have the time to sack like three times by the time <laughs> I, <laughs> like, right, I was right. like Jeff is crazy Jeff is crazy <laughs> and then I see uh, Ed Templeton just pushing super mellow like if he's about to like just look at it mm -hmm. and then just like 50-50 first try then like Arto frontside board slide Jeff no slide I'm thinking what the hell am I doing here? Like, those guys are skating this spot like it's a mani pad. Yeah, right. they're, not even warm they're, they're actually warming up on yeah. the spot. Yeah. And that's why it was a huge slap on the face. I'm like, how can they actually commit straight away onto a spot where you cannot do a mistake? Right. And then Jeff was like, that's what skateboarding is about. Like, your fear, yeah. your, your like negative thoughts that you have in your back of your mind, that's what you have to control. That's the battle. And I never heard that like a uh, side of skateboarding like what do you mean mental like it's a game like yeah, what yeah. do you mean you're scared being scared is like a fun part right so i was like oh my god so actually he is feeling a little bit of fear but it makes it look like if it's nothing because sure. he mastered it mm -hmm. and so skating with jeff was was a big lesson of like you're about to jump on it but you're like i know i'm scared it's normal it's part of skating and if i want my level to go up this is something i'm gonna have to to control, to deal with, Conquer. master, yeah. yeah, and Jeff really helped me because because he was some someone that like he, in the morning he wasn't like we're going skate. He's like we're going on a mission, and you could tell on his face <laughs> like the straighter his face looked like, the, the narrower you knew the spot was gonna be because he was ready like a yeah. war, dude. He was going in in like for war, dude. Did that intimidate you at all, or were you down for the war? Well, man, like the first week, like you're still jet lag, sure, you're excited sure, sure. and you're like, yo, I don't feel like going for a war right now. <laughs> <laughs> I just want right. to, I just want to get used to what's going on. Yeah. Man. Yeah. But then, you know, I've, once I heard we were filming for a video part and I saw the, the, the level. Yeah. Like the average things they're doing. Dude, trust me. I don't know what I was thinking at night, but I was like, "You gotta get your shit together." Like, okay. I want my my part to be dope. Of course. I mean, would you look at the team. Yeah, I know, but like imagine a little bit the pressure. You're 15 years old. You got, yo, I'm me. gonna have a video part with Tom. With uh, that's that was crazy. That was but uh, but obviously, yeah, go ahead. And doing the first clip video. It was a highly anticipated. Oh video my god! That people were talking about that for at least two years or a year or something. But like obviously, that. they had the confidence in you to come out with the video part alongside of them honestly you know what uh, i mean I, I don't know what they saw in me truly yeah. to be like to be like yo you're like 14 but we're gonna give you your part in the video was that like honestly. your first they part saw something. yeah that was my first real part <laughs> i had a video part in like a small french video called the puzzle before oh, but yeah, but yeah. actually like a board company video part that was that was my first wow 
That was awesome. Great <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Come on, bro. Dude, you know what I love about insane. that part is, like, some of this stuff was so gnarly for, like, everyone did gnarly stuff. But mm-hmm. you really good at doing gnarly stuff, but you'd bring it back and skate ledges and manual pads and then go back to skating some gnarly stuff. Yeah, a good mix. I, I, yeah. It was such a good mix that I could totally relate to what was going on. And it was crazy to see a young kid like that doing all that stuff. That's oh, true, because sometimes you can't that relate to these just hand round, hand round. You just, you're just, you get overloaded when you don't. Like a person like me and Kelly, you did Raj. Yeah, it's like we don't. a mega ramp part almost. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, I, yeah. I see what you mean, yeah. It's very diverse in the street street realm of yeah. like skating every little obstacle you know mm-hmm. like honestly the the like one one the biggest compliment because like i told you you make the part and like it's you're so into it that you don't really stop and take a second to be like yo yesterday i just did that trick that right. was cool that was the first time i skated that spot i was just like okay the clip's dumb what's next for my video part and then my brother augustin which i started skating with mm-hmm. i was with him at one premiere that of the sorry video and then after we were done watching the video he looked at me he's like after my part he's like yo i can't believe i just watched that was you on the screen skating <laughs> really yeah and that really was like what do you mean like we started skating together but he's like you did some shit that like to me that was not my little brother on the screen like wow. what the hell happened to you bro <laughs> yeah became a superstar that's when that's i understood crazy. like well my level skating with jeff and those dudes my level really took like that jump where even my brother was like bro what like what <laughs> what like, what are you doing <laughs> but, yeah. dude, you so, skated, who are you you skated with such confidence in that part dude it was you stomped every trick and you were going so damn fast <laughs> oh, yeah. like it was crazy to watch a little kid be that fucking on point you know yeah just all bolts yeah it yeah. was so sick dude thank you for doing that thanks my dude. that means a lot that means a lot man. and it was tight because I, I like seeing people now doing the kickflip pretzel stuff yeah, you're like the that. first one to ever really do that <laughs> yeah but by the way i gotta give credit i didn't invent that like one skater from marseille called, oh, really? called, called rat boy mm-hmm. he's the first dude i saw do kickflip with pretzel pretzel oh yeah i was like oh that looks kind of fun and then i tried it i kind of like was able to do it and one time we we're at the dome and i just threw it down some three stairs and then it would just since the crazy. story was a big video people yeah. really saw that trick from me but i didn't make that trick no no rat boy rat boy from marseille did yeah. any of you guys go to the premiere other than bastion obviously did you guys go I, I didn't one? go to the premiere no okay. i went i went no. to that and i was like holy fuck that was an overload yeah. that was such a cool premiere it was kind of crazy because when they're doing the edit of the video they're like you know it was kind of in, in that meaning maddie era kind of sure and they're like yo we're gonna make a video with zero slow-mo in the video i was like really even for the like really good stuff yeah no, no slow-mo in the video huh? that jeff I, was like, call? I was like jeff and fred yeah. and i was like wow that's gonna be overwhelming like 40 minutes of like tricks 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 that's pretty gnarly man but you know actually that video was good yeah no. but there were slow-mo was really good didn't they? yeah but burly man not, yeah, yeah. not many and your part there was i remember that oh i mean minic maddie like was way slow-mo and so yeah, there was, was a lot of yeah were you were you filming a lot at the same time when those when Minik Mahdi was going on were you like on the same missions no because I felt like you guys skated the same spots or anything like uh, same, similar spots but I didn't know if French Fred was skating no I no. was not skating with the with the S squad or no. like we didn't we didn't no no they're really doing their their project on their mm-hmm. on their own we're right. not with those guys so three months later you start filming for really sorry yeah really quick man like really the first, quick the first premiere was in Tokyo we came home after those those premiere tours I remember man we we're not like yeah let's party we just made a sick video you didn't even get to enjoy it almost not at all not at all no. but you know what it, it was kind of good because it was really good to not lose that momentum you yeah, know sure. because i got 
I was so inspired, so motivated from skating with this and squad. And you're young. Absolutely, man. Like back then, I could skate a big spot, and next day, what are we doing? Right. Let's skate again. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Like nothing. Which so, war are we going to do today? Yeah. <laughs> what, what happened when the Sorry video came out? What happened? Like, did your career just go to some next level? Did you get new uh, shoe sponsors, or did you go pro right then? Or yes, after the the Sorry video came out, uh, I went to to the flip uh, warehouse and then um, I was just checking some balls that I wanted to grab or whatnot and then Jeff and uh, and Jeremy Fox and Ian Deacon they're like hey you should you should check that board out right here and then I'm turning it around and then, like <laughs> it's the the pixel board yeah. with the the gold one the, with the yeah the piece yeah. and the, the B on the thing first first pro ball for flip I was like wow that's right I was in shock, man. I was in shock. Like, seeing my first ball for flip, yo. Wow. That was insane. And you were, what, 15? 15, yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, Dude, the top, like, on the biggest skate company out there, 15 years old. Here's this Plus, kid, like, yeah. I thought they're going to, you know, ask me questions. Hey, what would you like for your board? Or I right. had no idea it was actually going to happen soon or nothing. They didn't, they didn't ask me anything about it. None of the board just surprised me. It's ready to go. It's printed. It's there. Did Whoa. you have a contract with them? Yes. I mean, imagine 12 years old in the little town. What was the town called? To Toulon. Toulon? Toulon. And here he, you know, he's skating a couple contests, gets flown out. And then all of a sudden, a couple years later, he's on flip and he's pro. Dude. Yeah. I mean, he didn't, he <laughs> didn't that happen. Guardian. That's you crazy. Make it, you make it sound very easy. I love it. No, but you know, I mean. <laughs> I'm joking, man. No, I mean, but yeah, years, it is crazy. No, like, no, I know, I know, it's, I know. It's insane. It's insane. It's you know? Insane. What do you think you would have been right now if, if Flip never, do you think you still would have been skating and maybe, you know, like. Bro. Oh, maybe handball. Handball. Well, no, 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 not even that, but I mean, like, just <laughs> like, um, you know, if the Vans thing didn't happen, you didn't fly out because that's kind of what, what helped you. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, You mean if this, this thing didn't happen? Yeah. Honestly, back then I was so hooked on skateboarding. I don't think that would have stopped me. Yeah. I think I would have kept skating and uh, hopefully, you know, if my progression, I mean, obviously skating with better skaters like, like say, Jeff and all that really helped. Yeah. But, uh, you know, uh, once I moved to Toulon, there was kind of a decent, like, skate community and mm -hmm. squads, people that were better than me. So I kept getting inspired, kept getting uh, motivated. So honestly, without Vance and without that... Um that Ventura contest, I yeah. think I I would have still skated, right, you know, right, probably right. a different path, but I might yeah. have been here doing the nine club anyway. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Hell yeah. But it just sounds, it did, like you said, it sounds, I mean, like those guys really helped you. Absolutely, man. Imagine every day you go skate, you skate with Apple Yard, with Arto, with Crazy. Jeff, with Tom, with Ali, man, it's, it's insane. All those personalities, man, you can take so much from it. Like Mark was the first dude I really saw jump down like, a 12 stairs like rail noly like if it was nothing to me like switching up from oling onto a rail to noling onto the rail was yeah. a big deal you yeah. know <laughs> and he could just noly crook noly anything noly no slide down like king hubbard oh and was my like God. bro just come on so so <laughs> how stylish and comfortable so easy oh, so yeah. easy and then you see like ali Bula do like a switch front side flip down 10 stairs with like motorcycle boots yeah. on <laughs> you're like that's never, you're what? like what do you mean you switch front side flip with like no even no sk skate shoes like, right. that's insane you don't need skate shoes what are you, skate shoes? Oh, were you 
even into this that kind of skating when you when you arrived and, and started skating with these? You weren't even into that kind Not of skating. Not at all. I've never skated a real rail in street or nothing. First first rail I saw was at UCI, you know? So I was like, yo, I mean this is another ball game. That's another division. Right. I gotta I gotta I gotta bring my skateboard to another level. So trust me, after the first session I I did with Jeff and those guys, you would have told me that a year later you'll be working on a video part with those guys, I would have laughed right, at you. Right. I'd be like, I'm nowhere ready to skip right. on that level. But at that age, you're a sponge. You're like super motivated. Like mm -hmm. I said, you can skate six, seven hours a day. Next day, same thing. You don't yep. feel anything. Sure. And then Jeff was amazing, man. Like uh, it was nonstop skateboarding with yeah. him, you know? And so that really helped me. We were either going to the Vance Park in Orange uh, we were street skating. No matter what we were doing, we were, it was all about skateboarding. Yeah. So, dude, trust me, that helped so much. And what were your parents thinking this? Because you were like living out here. Yes. At 14. Yeah, I really moved out here when I was after the Sorry video at 15. After the Sorry. Yeah. I mean, still. Though. Still super young. Still super young. Yeah. I mean, what were your... I know that you said they were supportive and everything, but it must have been hard, though. Uh, yeah. Your family's back there, and you just move out here, and all of us, you know, yeah. I mean, you have this career, but, you know, was it difficult? Like, Well, honestly, having, having kids today, I can kind of picture what my mom went through yeah. as I was a kid. And for real, man, like, even though I had the, 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 the career I had, I don't know if I could do what my mom did. Like, I really would have to trust my son a lot and see that he's responsible and he really he has got his head on his shoulder. Right. Man, yeah, I grew up with my mom only. There was no dad. Mm. And I'm the youngest one of those three brothers. I'm the little baby. You're the baby, yeah. So, but I think, you know, she saw how passionate I was, how much I loved it, how right. golden was the opportunity. Like, I mean, how many people can say, it's like, it's like imagine you're passionate about baseball or something. And sure. the Yankees call you in a young age and be like, yo, I love, I love the, your kid's pitch. We want to help him get better. Yeah. It's hard to say you're not going anywhere. You're staying right. in Wisconsin, <laughs> know. you know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, wow, it's true though. Yeah. It's true. I mean, because you say you have you have kids. It was right? my dream. Yeah. So right, she had to let me go. And I think that's great, though. I think that you know you got to let your kids follow their their dream. You, they got to they got to make their own path. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? Like because your kids right now are you said nine and ten, eight and ten, eight and ten. Yeah. So the ten year old right now, five more years, he's got this opportunity. Pro skater. 15 years old to go to France. No, no, no. To go to, uh, uh, what's another country maybe? Uh, Brazil. Okay. Be a pro skater in Brazil. All right. What are you doing? You give him an, you give him, an, him a note? I have to because, <laughs> yeah. because I had the opportunity and right. it made me who I am today. So how could I deny that for him? Of course I would, I would, I would sign it. Right. Of course. It'd okay. be hard. It'd be but hard. I would do it. Right. Yeah, 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 and yeah. I bet your older brothers were vouching for you too, dude. They're probably like, dude, this opportunity. Oh yeah. For yeah. Sure. It's yeah. gotta yeah. be. Yeah. No, they, go. they saw, they saw that it completely transformed my life and, uh, and just, you know, to us, we grew up watching like uh, NBA sports, NFL, like we're huge, like, you know, influenced by he American hip hop and all that. Mm -hmm. So the American culture was always in our, in our life growing sure. up. So having that opportunity to go to America for the first time and with my older brother was huge. So being able to go back with, uh, like through skateboarding was amazing, man. Mm -hmm. And we grew up watching American brand videos. We, we used to dress like really influenced by America. So going there having the opportunity to go there yeah, was yeah, yeah. huge man was okay. huge unheard right. of where right. i came from damn dude here, and here you are yeah here i am here you are <laughs> so really sorry comes out i mean right now you you must have been feeling like 
I don't, I don't want to say superstar, but you must have been getting a lot of attention. You know what I mean? Like, did that, yeah. at such a young age, did that, like, affect you in any way? Like, you know, it's hard to have a objective perspective at that age. Sure. You know, but, um, yeah, it definitely feels weird to go to different countries doing demos and people know who you are. Right. Uh, or, you know, I remember being at a table, signing autographs uh, next to Jeff, Tom, and all those guys. I was like, that's, that's crazy. Like, how how can he care about having me sign his board what he has He's got these guys jeff tom yeah. and all those guys but but once you hear about like the influence the impact your video part had on certain people you you realize that like no nah, you're not jeff raleigh or tom penny but people got hyped from like the video you you, you put out so yeah yeah it's definitely overwhelming but um being around those superstars kind of bring you down too like sure, sure. You, you see that like jeff's been around for 20 years and you're not even near that, so like, take a chill pill. Like right. you're not there. Yet. <laughs> right, right. Would they fuck with you at all? You being the youngest, yeah, they, definitely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Arto, when he was young, he he was he was wild. Oh, really? He was a little devil. Yeah. Did yeah, you yeah. you took it well, or you just uh, yeah? Because I, I had I had older brothers, you know? so I oh, knew what it was. I, there know, you I go. know how it was, but uh, no, they were actually super cool. You know, they didn't really fuck with me too much. And at this point in time, too, like really sorry. Did, were you, did you say you uh, etnies or still Vans? Uh, after the sorry video, I was still writing for Vans. Still writing for yeah, Vans. Yeah, pro shoe and Vans, right? Yeah, pro yeah. shoe for Vans. Yeah. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah, I love that shoe, man. I love that shoe. My mom still has a pair of that. And what happened with Vans? Uh well, I had the opportunity to switch it up, man. I skated for Vans since I was like 12, 13 years old. So when the opportunity came up with uh, with Etnis, mm -hmm. plus Arto was doing the switch too to Etnis, okay. and I was skating with him a lot. Mm. Uh, Pierre André is a, sure. is a, is French and he's the the, the boss. So mm -hmm. I was like, man, that sounds like a very cool new chapter, you okay. know. And uh, yeah, I already had my shoe for Vans, so I was like, man, like I, I think I've. I mean, sure, you can always have a second, third shoe, but I felt like, yo, I, I've been, I pushed it kind of far with that brand. That's awesome, super oh, wow. proud. But like, I want to see what I can do with uh, with Ethnies, and, yeah. and I just went for it. And that went was awesome. for it, yeah, yeah. I was glad Arto was there too. Yeah, you, you had a buddy exactly. to go with. Yeah. yeah. And how long did uh, were you on Ethnies for? Um, I started writing for them when I was about sixteen, and then I stopped skating with them when I was about twenty. I would say 20, 21 years old. Mm -hmm. yeah. Going back to the big rail real quick. You know, we were talking <laughs> about before, you know, maybe not the 16, but any, you know, when you were like, you know, skating with those guys and they, they were just skating the rail for fun, warming up and all that stuff. When you were doing, when you were going to try your first, what was the first trick you did on, on the, on a big rail like that? Was it a... Definitely regular board just slide. Just regular board regular slide. Regular board slide, yeah. And were you just scared shitless? Or oh, did dude, you just say, I was, I'm going to so go... scared. Yeah. Were those guys there too? Were you like, I have to... They were there. I got to, I got to kind of just do this without, <laughs> without saying anything. Like, you know what I mean? Like... Yeah, yeah. No, it was, it was a source of motivation because I'm like, if they can... If they can skate that rail like that, for fun, because dude, the UCR rail, like uh, Ed Templeton, Ed Templeton did frontside feeble down it. Arto did the body grind mm -hmm. down it. Like that day, I mm -hmm. was like, yo, like this is they're human. There's got to be a trick to it. Like, how can this get this so easy? <laughs> so I'm like, okay, come on, I, I gotta do a board slide just, on it. Like, just push yourself, and it's gotta be possible. Right. And since you're so small, you have no pop. I was like. I got to go super, super fast. And hit the rail down towards the bottom. Yeah, that's what I did. That's it what you did. Out. Yeah, I didn't sack. Well, <laughs> <you> didn't sack. <laughs> right. 
<laughs> I just trip out on these rails. You know what I mean? Like these, the just like a kickflip from board down six. Like I trip out. Like how? There's so much commitment. On that, that is just yeah. it's crazy to me. You know, well, it's like I, I don't even. Where do you aim? And like it's uh, like how fast to like all the tricks. So many he, things trip me he, out. He came from boards. Like, oh, what trick a trip me out that you would do? I'd never done this one before, but the crook back lip. Oh, you got known for that. Yeah. I was like, where did you get that inspiration to do that trick from? Uh, from uh, Florent and Marfang. Oh, oh, yeah. Flo Marfang had a really dope one. He even did Nolly Crooks to backlip, half cap crooks to backlip. Okay. And we skated like, to the, like a Euro contest together. Oh, and I saw him do a crook backlip. I was like, whoa, that looks really cool. And uh, Fabrizio Santos used yeah. to do those too. Yeah. And uh, I saw him do that with uh, also a crooks one foot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah. Whoa. That was yeah. insane. That was so nice. yeah, yeah, dude. When you see that as a kid, you're just like, yo, is this Tony Hawk Pro Skater or what's going <laughs> yeah. on here? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, Flo is the first dude okay. I saw do crew yeah. back You kind of ran with it, though. I you did. You kind of took it and, go, and went, and, you know, and uh, you see him now, and you're just like, but then, like, if you do one, you're just like, oh, that's that's, that's pretty nice. <laughs> yeah, you know no, what I mean? Yeah, like, because no, you're you and like Fabrizio were like the originators, and then uh, the more I kept seeing it, I was like, all right, dude, don't take their tricks anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, that's that's Bastion's, dude. Totally, yeah. totally. <laughs> what was it? What, what's one trick that people always come up and talk to you about? Is there is there one? Or maybe two or three that, that, well, that people always just come up and say. Back back then was definitely kickflip from board. Yeah. But nowadays is is the cap flip. Cap flips. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Either cap flip or or double backside flip. Double That's backside what people flip. tell me the most. Yeah. About. Like, oh, let's see. Let's see a double backside flip or let's see a cap flip. Like that's like. You got big spin flips really good too. Oh Dude. yeah. I remember at the. Uh, Dude, I think it might have been the first one, maybe the second one, the Gooby vs. Regular. Yeah. And you were there. Dude, that was the craziest skateboarding I've ever seen. This dude, big flip, Caballero flipped everything. Didn't you? You must have You must have won yeah, yeah. for that time. But you, that. You're talking about the year where uh, Clyde Singleton was there? I don't know. Uh, yeah, I think so. Clyde and there was uh, Ryan Sheckler was there also. I remember Sheckler was there. Yeah. yeah. I think, and I think Antoine was there like as a little kid. He was just skating around. Oh, wow. pretty nuts. But... Uh, yeah, man, I don't, Caballero, how, how did you get so confident with a Caballero flip on like everything you could do? Well, I did it a lot at first on like pyramids. Like mm-hmm. I scared a lot of fun box on the pyramids and I was always like, all right, you know what? Like last thing you want is to hang up like yeah. at the bottom. Like, so make sure you have like double the speed you need for everything you do. And okay. that's how you skate like fun box really, really easy or comfortable. You don't worry about the speed because you know you have plenty of it. So what I just focused is the timing where I pop my tricks. Mm. And then once I pop the trick, basically the trick with cap flip is you don't want to think about the kick flip because no. if you do it so hard, you're going to push the board away or it's not going to follow your body in the air. So you flick it super gently, yeah. like pretty much almost nothing. So you don't disturb the rotation. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, that's how I learned it, like doing it over like big fun box in the Euro contest. Mm. And that's how I kind of got used to doing so that. focus on the pop yeah, yeah really just the pop and then and then the flick is like barely there the, mm. you'll have time to flip it for sure it's a sick trick dude i yeah. like that trick yeah it's a good one you ever done one chris i do yeah I've done yeah it. yeah That's for sure on flat ground it's a good trick not dude. down like not not on a rail or anything <laughs> but <laughs> you think you can do one right now i get to my uh, i don't have time right now <laughs> <laughs> but um but so so now you're on flip. You're doing all this stuff. You switch over to etnies, right? Everything's good, chilling. 
What 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 happens, bro? Well, you know, I started moving in the U.S. when I was 15. So yeah. the timing you're talking about, I was about 21 years old. 21. And, um, you know, I come from a Fr French culture. Mm -hmm. um, I spent like six years just 100% dedicated to skateboarding. Right. And uh, I felt a little burnt out and I started like to get a little bored in Huntington Beach. I mean, the day, where, the day off when we were not skating... Like, luckily I had music, but besides mm. that, I was never like, oh, you know what? I have my free afternoon. I'm just going to walk down Main Street and sit and look at the beach. Like, no. I was at home just watching, you know, like music concerts mm -hmm. or, or videos, but I was just getting kind of bored, burnt out. I, want, I felt like going back in Europe, maybe mm. spend time with my fam and all that. And plus, you know, I wasn't, back then I was not easy to deal with. Like, if I thought uh, this was the best for me, no matter what you would say to me, I would stick to that and I would not listen to anybody. Okay. So I, would, I was not easy to, to deal with, for mm. sure. But yeah, I decided uh, I either skate a different way, like let's say not being in America as much. Sure. Or I'm out. Like I was Straight like, up. yeah, kind of like I kind of told the flip dudes, yo, like I, I need to go back in Europe more often. And okay. they told me, you got to be here. Oh, in okay. Beach. Right. And you were I like, wasn't I, having it. No, no. You were already. You already had your mindset. Yes. Yeah. They couldn't tell you. They they couldn't talk you out of it. No. But plus, you know what? Like honestly, back then I was like, man, like that sorry video was amazing. Like I'm so proud of what we did. The mm -hmm. really sorry was awesome. All the trips, man. Imagine like between 15 years old and and 21. I pretty much traveled everywhere in the world. We did demos after demos after demos, oh, just yeah? tours, just contests, signing nonstop. And so I was like, man, like, I feel like I gave back enough so that you guys can give me that freedom. Right. And they, they were not ready to, really... to let a writer kind of slip away from a couple of months a year yeah, or, yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? And, uh, and well, I wasn't having it. Were you guys yeah. working on Extremely Star at the time too? Early started to hear about another video project. Mm -hmm. Yes, back then too, there wasn't the social media that there was that there is now. You you you, you go to Europe and you're 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 kind of gone. You're kind of lost in Europe, right? Mm -hmm. Like there's no like. I you feel like you see more European footage now than of, ever. Of oh, course, yeah, no, yeah. like sure. if 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 all the social media was in place right now, back then, you could have easily. Yeah. They, they, they probably would have been like, oh, yeah, sure, go. Yeah, yeah, know, no. Film some clips, Instagrams, and do all the shit, whatever. Yeah, yeah, no, to them was like, we're not going to see you. You're going to be off right. the radar. And definitely they're thinking about working on that video project. Yeah. So it was not it was not going in their agenda. So yeah. it wasn't working out, you know. So you went, so you were out. You just said, I, I got to go. This is it. They weren't. And then so you went back to, to France. Did you go back to your hometown? Uh, back then, my family moved to to Paris, so oh, I went to Paris. Oh, you were in Paris. Yes. Okay. What did you do when you got back? Well, honestly, it felt good to take a break from skateboarding. You mm -hmm, know, mm -hmm. I was uh, I still loved it as much as before, but I was a little bit overfed because I was just dipping in you skateboarding in for yeah. such a long time that you know, once you're off and you don't have obligation, you definitely wanna wanna do other things. So sure. I was, you know, super focused into like music, mm -hmm. uh, spending time with the family. And then back then that's where um, I met uh, the mother of my child. There you go. Of my children. So look how it works out, mm -hmm. huh? Yeah. It's crazy. Uh, I'm glad I made that choice. Yeah. If not, I wouldn't have my two kids right now. So crazy. I can't be sorry for that. Or really sorry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
Um, sorry, not sorry. So you got so everything is going well for you then out there. You're you're chilling. You you meet your your then girlfriend now yep. wife right? You married now? Not married. Not married. No, no, okay. No. Are you still skating? Yes. Yes. You're still, still skating. skating yeah. So because they got great spots out. Yeah. There. No. I they used to go to. I used to go Bercy yeah. all the time with my brother. That was our spot. That was your spot. Set of stairs. Yeah, yeah. We skated the ledge on the top. We skated the blocks a little bit. Mm -hmm. But yeah, that was a squad, man. You had like a crew in Le Dome, you had a yeah, crew Dome. from like, uh, more like, um, like Montparnasse and stuff like that. And then you had like the Bercy crew, like, mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. we were part of that. So that okay. was, that was, that was super fun. So you were content not having sponsors and not filming and being out of the skate industry. Yeah. You were content. Wait, yeah. did you, you were did good. you leave flip? Uh, yeah, we decided to, to part break, ways. break. Yeah. Yeah. Part ways. Mm. Yeah. So crazy. What about shoe wise? Uh, shoe wise was the same thing because everything was was very linked because like let's say uh, for Etnies for example uh, the the flip TM really helped me like uh, getting the deal like he kind of like uh, managed everything for Arto and I to kind of switch from our old uh, sponsors so yeah mm -hmm. everything was linked man like I I got those opportunities through him like Quicksilver closing Etnies all of that oh. so when I decided to drop one brand. It was kind of like a domino effect yeah. where like, well, you know, other brands decided to, that, you know, right. that was it too, you know? Yeah, you're quitting your main sponsor or you're leaving your main sponsor like now and, and you're moving back to France. Yeah, and you're leaving, and yeah, especially moving out of America. Right. It, was, it was a big choice, so I understand it. Were you tripping at all when that happened? Were you like, when you're like, I'm not, I don't have any more sponsors? Or did you even, did you just want to go move back home and that was it? Honestly, I wasn't, I wasn't tripping because... It's not like I I got really badly injured and I knew it was going to be hard to get back on my board. Like I still felt great. Mm -hmm. I still skated a lot enough to have a decent level. So I knew that whenever mentally I'll be ready to like want to commit again, yeah. I could I could come back and 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 restart that engine and get right. people hype again. So I was never counting the days or anything like yeah. that. I was just but plus you left on, you kind of left on your own accord. You yeah. wanted to go back to France. You wanted to, it, it, you know, it wasn't like they're like, everybody's like, Hey, get out of here. You're, you're, you're gone. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you did it yourself. But you one know? thing that so. really like, uh, helped my decision was like i literally grew up skating only with the flip dudes in the u.s mm. like and it was literally like a a community being with the flip dudes right so when that thing like stopped i was like man i'm i couldn't picture myself staying in huntington beach and and not, and going skate with other people or like having mm. to contact other people to kind of like meet up with other filmer and, right. and build up a new crew to me it was like it was with the flip dudes or nothing kind of when, yeah. when that thing stopped i felt literally like all right like my whole world that i've been living in for six years just crumbled and this is time to go like i right, never thought right. for a second that i would stay in huntington but skating for another brand that never came up you to my mind you didn't want to know no to me it was like hmm. next chapter go back to france and okay. next chapter don't stay here okay you could yeah. call me maybe chocolate i didn't have your number no okay okay you've been a whole new crew to skate with you know <laughs> get ready for the greatest roast of all time the roast of tom brady a netflix live event happening may 5th 
Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. This episode is supported by Shake Junk. Yep, the company that keeps you going in these streets. Need that perfect grip for your flick? Bearings that just don't stop? Bolts to keep your trucks on tight? Look no further. ShakeJunt.com has what you need. Grip, bearings, bolts, skateboards, rails, riser pads, grip tape cleaner, t-shirts, sweatshirts, hats, and everything else in between. Treat yourself and save a couple bucks by entering 9Club at checkout. Yep, 20% off everything. Just enter 9Club, N-I-N-E-C-L-U-B at ShakeJunt.com. Get there while you can. So you're in Paris, chilling, skating still. Yep. Music? Playing yeah, music? Yeah, yeah. definitely. Well, I, was, I was super into going to jam sessions in bars, like blues jam sessions. Oh, cool. Yeah, I oh, used sick. to go to a different, like I used to find like bars that had blues jam session, and I used to go there and jam it. Really? Yeah. What, what, do, you, what do you play? Um, you know, a few like Stevie Ray Vaughan songs. Okay. Uh, yeah, like Little Wing, uh, like Little Texas Wayne. Flood, oh. stuff like that. But, you know, in blues, you basically learn, like, uh, those basic, like, 12-bar blues, slow mm-hmm. blues in major, minor blues and stuff like that. Okay. And then once you get to the jam session, you just tell the guys, all right, we're going to play, like, a slow blues in A minor. And then you're like, all right, one, two, three, and the drummer, boom, 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 bah, and you start playing, you Oh, know? really? Yeah. So it's all freestyle. You're yeah, just kind exactly. of going with the like, flow. You get on stage, you're like, all right, we're going to play this in like A minor, slow minor blues, uh, whatever, like, and no sunshine. Boom, the guy knows what you're playing and the changes of chords, and then yeah. you just go for it. Interesting. I never had a musical ear or anything. Like, I could barely hum, you know? It's, <laughs> it's horrible. But, um, yeah, but so you got into that. it. You got into super, it. Super into it. Yeah. Like, guitar? Into it. Guitar, guitar, yeah. Guitar. Acoustic yeah. and electric guitar. Okay. Yeah. Wow. I actually got really into guitar in uh, when I lived in Huntington Beach. Did you maybe want to pursue that when you were in uh, Paris or, or were you just kind of doing that for fun or something? No, I was definitely doing that for fun. And okay. plus I knew that it was an activity that I could just keep doing for years and years and years. Sure. Like I could just skate like now and then focus on to the music when I was older, like right. once I retire or whatnot. I mean, yeah. you can play guitar until you're, until you die. That's yeah. right. Or you have your hands stop working. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so when did you realize that like, you know, Hey, maybe I can do the skate thing again. You know what I mean? Like, was it a contest or something? Cause you did street league. Yes. Uh, that, was, that was later on though. Was that, was that much later? Yes. Yeah. yeah okay. A couple of years later. Yeah. Okay. Basically, you know, I was, I was in Paris. Uh, I was taking care of my first son mm-hmm. and man, it's just when you have a newborn baby, you're so focused, you're learning yeah. every day. You're like, you know, it's, it's, it's crazy, man. When you come back from the hospital and you have that, a tiny bur- living being in your hand responsible and everything man you're just focused on that every day you're learning everything is is new yeah you don't so, want to you're scared to like yeah no yeah. dude trust me it was it was insane like cool. i was 22 years old i didn't know if i was ready you know right but, but it was it was amazing i spent it about a year like my uh my girlfriend at the time was working and i okay. wasn't so it was stay it was at home up dad to me. yeah exactly it no. was all up to me okay so for a year i did that i just you know skated when in the weekend when she was there but mm-hmm. basically yeah i took care of of lao all day and mm-hmm. uh on one point i was like man the the, the paris um the paris spots and the, the way like you just take the metro and 
and go to one spot if you want to move to another one it's another like mission kind of i'm kind of over uh-huh. over it and uh i grew up in the south of france like i told you and uh they have a huge skate park in right like about 15 minutes from toulon called yeah okay and in yeah that's where all the homies i met in toulon that skate squad that mm-hmm. took under took me under their wing that's where they all lived and they oh. had that huge concrete skate park back then uh in the south and i was like man like you know what i i need to to go back with my real homies from back in the days okay. skate that amazing skate park and uh, i need a break like i need a break and mm. uh, i want to focus on skateboarding i had i still have that flame in my heart like sure. i was i was so hyped into skating again and i really like realized that once i got there and it was like middle of the summer we could just skate all day every day with my homies mm-hmm. And then naturally, man, seriously, I was not like, all right, I got to get my level back or nothing. It was just back with the homies. Fun. Pure, 100% fun, dude. Like, no sponsors, nothing. I remember I used to even buy boards from the skate shop, so I'm good to go. Like, yeah, I didn't care. And I just skated there for months and months straight. Just, just, like, that's why I started to really... uh, like uh if i had a trick down really well i was like hey why not trying double and that's why i started doing a lot of like double kick flip cap double flip double flip front board it's at that skate park that i started to like uh go that direction and uh at that moment there was a contest in paris called the the tony oak show Hmm. uh, where you just kind of killed it with a big four whatever yeah that contest yeah yeah, the tony oak show Yeah. yeah and uh it was very special because my older brother, which, which was my, my role model, uh-huh. uh, he was going to be the first time he saw me. He's, he lives in Paris, so I knew he was going to be there at the Tony Oak show. And uh, I was like, man, I feel I, like it was literally one of the I, the strongest I ever felt on my board at that era. Oh, wow. Like okay. the, the board control. Sure. I really felt on point back then. And I was like, man, I'm like so hyped to show my big brother like what i can do in person live, in person yeah, yeah. Uh, we're not talking about a video right. there he's actually gonna be there yeah and uh that day man knowing that he's there in the crowd like i felt like my board was the size of this table i could not it fall couldn't miss yeah because he <laughs> right. was there i felt i felt like like in my in the zone from like this the minute i stepped in the skate park till the contest wow. was finished and I was in my own world, you know, like looking back at the footage and stuff, like I can definitely understand from like an outside perspective that mm-hmm. like people were thought, thought I was literally insane because oh. like, yeah, you I'm like super expressive. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I was sure. like over expressive and like the energy was up to the roof. So I can relate, like I okay. can understand. But to me, it was like, it was like, you know, you're, you have like that one night, that one dinner to like talk to your like first like high school crush that okay, you, you didn't right. see for 10 years. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? That moment was so special skating for my bro that, uh, yeah, I completely lost touch and I was like in the moment, right. just like enjoying it. Like, all right, like this, I haven't tried that trick in the warm up, but I'm going to do it first year right now in that 15 minutes jam. Yeah. So that moment was really insane for me. And uh, after that contest, that's when uh, Jart, the board company from Spain, of course. Uh, reached out to me and were like, yo, like we'd, we'd love to invite you to, to Irun in, uh, in Spain. And we want you to visit the, the warehouse, the company and everything. And we, wanna, we want you to be a part of Jart. Oh, wow. So that's when, that's how Jart started. Like okay. I went down there and met everyone. So the board factory, met everyone. And I was like, yo, I love what you guys are about. 
I didn't have any sponsors back then. And I was like, yo, that's, that's kind of crazy that you guys are like actually believing in me right now. And yeah. like the opportunity was golden. So I went for it. And they got and a great, they're, they're great company over there. Absolutely. Good, they're great killing squad. It. Yeah, 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 for yeah. sure. seems to me that like, almost like you almost had this like, career but you never really got to enjoy skateboarding or something you know what i mean why, like why do you feel that well because like you were just saying like you 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 got to go out and skate for like a hundred percent fun just with the bros just doing your thing and maybe like when you were like you know 14 and do filming all these flip videos like you're shooting for them you were shooting for them yeah. and not, not really like having fun or maybe I'm completely I'm sure. wrong. I, I, I don't know. I see you see what, what I'm saying? I see what you're saying. Yeah. But, you know, there is different types of fun. There is like, okay. there is like, like I told you when Jeff was talking about like mastering the fear mm -hmm. or, uh, you know, a first time experience on the spot that you never skated. Okay. Man, when you land that trick for the first time and like you actually did it, it's an amazing uh, sure. ad adrenaline shot and you're so proud. Uh, that you actually you actually made the trick right so it, it was extremely fun mm -hmm. but uh yeah i mean it's you can't really compare like uh like a year and a half process to film a video part to like a session with the homies where you grew up in the in the south of france yeah that's just what i needed like something simple no pressure mm -hmm. no like oh what what trick do i need next in my video part right. or like you get to a spot and you're like oh shit this trick's already been done all right i gotta think about something else <laughs> yeah just yeah, yeah, just yeah, yeah, pure yeah. fun yeah. so it's it's it was different that's what i needed something simple right. and and something where i could just have a hundred percent fun and plus yeah I, I feel like when you skate in a team like jeff arto uh tom and all those guys um uh, there is a certain spot that you need to feel sure in, in a team you know you have to contribute to something so it is a little bit of pressure even yeah. though they bring so much to you inspiration motivation mm -hmm. any question you want mm -hmm. they will be there but yeah just being able to be to have fun be yourself be like hey I don't know if double backside flip is cool, but I'm still going to do I'm gonna it. do it. Right. Right. That's what I needed. Okay. Yeah. I love that. As long man. as it felt good to you. It's that's all what, that's exactly. what it is. Exactly. Yeah. That's, that's what I needed. Yeah. Like yeah. skate for me and, and, and just have fun. No, no pressure, nothing. And that really helped. That yeah. That really, really helped. Man. And then Jart comes into the picture yeah. and then they were, did they give you pro board right away and yeah. all that? Yeah. Just yeah, right off right the bat. Away. And yeah. So you were back in it. Yeah, no, I, it was amazing how much uh, faith they had in me. They, mm -hmm. they straight away made me feel like they wanted me to be a, a big part of their team, kind of like the main dude. Right. And it was an, it was an honor because they had some, some super sick skaters. And so we had a couple of trips. They're working on a video. So mm -hmm. I went back to Barcelona to film for the vid. We sick. went to France a little bit. We traveled a bunch with those guys to make that video happen, the All You Need. And uh, it was it was a great era. Yeah. And, and plus, I didn't have to go to a skate shop to buy skateboards. Right. So I was like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. And then, what? How long was uh was Jart going on? Um, well, I I like my first. Um, my first uh, street league was uh, was with a uh, with a jartboard. Jartboard, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. okay. And that, was that the one you got second? Yes. Yeah. In Kansas City. Yes. Kansas mm -hmm. City. Yeah. Were you in the first round, like the first ever street league? No, that was. Uh, I started skating street league on the third year of the street league because okay. I you remember a video submission, right? Yeah, yeah. In uh, it was in 2011, I believe. Uh huh. 
my friend uh, Rafael uh, started telling me about Street League. I knew about it, like, but I never watched the full contest okay. of Street League. I knew a little bit that the format was different and all that. I knew obviously the the, the level of skating that was there. Mm -hmm. So honestly, like from like a perspective which I was in back then, like south of France, skating with the homies, I. I was miles away from being like, yeah, this is this is somewhere I belong, you know. But you know, I've known Raf for a long, long time. So when he says something and really believes in something, I'm 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 listening. You okay. know, he knows what he's talking about. And he told me about Street League, like you know, back in the days, for example, like in the sorry days, I was known in Europe to be a, a contest skater. You right. know, nobody really gave me any credit in the street. So that's oh. one achievement I was really proud of. Yeah, making yeah. the real sorry or the sorry happen because mm -hmm. I was like, see, like I'm I'm alright on the street too. Right. And um, and I was like, and plus I was aware that the skate parks in the street league were all super bitching, just perfect, just yeah. awesome, you know. And I love that. Like one thing that drives me in contest is like some awesome spots where you're like, wow, like I don't have the opportunity to skate every day. Right. So I just love being there. Like that's one thing that drove me to go all around the world skate contest. Mm -hmm. I, I love I love some sick spot. So he told me, man, like there is a street league going on, and I could I can picture you there. But to me, in that day, that was still kind of like very blurry. Hmm. And um, and Winkle, who uh, used to work for the DC Embassy, the yeah. skate park in you're Barcelona, talking about, yeah, yes, yeah. he called me. He's like, man, like there is this like video contest, and uh, the winner is uh, having a golden ticket to go in street league. So we basically had twelve hours. Let's say from you get there at eleven in the morning, you still have until 11 p.m. to make a video part happen. In the DC embassy? Yes. Okay. You oh, had wow. one day to make the one best day. part. And uh, I you was like- You made the best part. <laughs> just, just the challenge, <laughs> right, man. Right, the challenge right. to be like, yo, I have 12 hours to make something happen, really spoke to me. I was like, that's that's new. Like right. I never had that kind of a, of yeah. a challenge. So I was like, man, I, I love it. And I know him for a long time. Sure. So super easy He's to great. work with. He's great. Super easy to work with. He was like even giving me ideas. Yo, what, what do you think about this line and this and that? Within those seven, eight hours, we were done. The part was done. Lap. Yeah, we were done. Wow. And it was super fun doing. Must I, have been tires. Yeah, but you know, you're so excited. Like mm -hmm. first time you skate that park, it's awesome. It's by you you have it to yourself. It's just Winkle and I. It was the first time skating it too? Yeah, I'd never been there before. Oh, That's wow. good. Because yeah. if you had skated a bunch already, you might have been a little like. Yeah, no, you're yeah. excited, everything yeah. feels fresh, new, like uh you're free to do every tricks you want. There yeah. is no 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 lines, nothing. So yeah, we really worked awesome together. So you gave the video to them. They yes. probably already knew who you were. They probably wanted you in already. You know what I mean? Like, you probably could have just called them and asked. <laughs> you know, like, hey, this is Bastion. They're like, hey, yeah, yeah. Well, it's kind of cool, too. It's like, in a weird way, it's kind of like it's a like comeback. A story, it's yeah. Like, yeah, you're coming back. And, oh, totally. And people are like, yeah, I didn't, yeah, I didn't, I didn't feel like I was, I had like an advantage on other, other people. Plus, everybody's, every writer's video part came out each week. So prior to mine so I could see like whoa okay like Seva did this oh, so oh it this was like a did whole this. thing oh. yeah just like imagine like a banging at the barracks and okay. you see every week like oh okay like that that guy kind of killed it like oh I thought dope. it was they, they, everybody just sent the videos into the street league and then they no oh, no no it was, no, it was independent yeah like Got people you. vote online and all that so you wake up in the morning oh. alright let's see what he did so it was really right. interesting to see like the level of everybody okay yeah it was very interesting I it was mean cool. Seva Yep. Great skateboarder. Yeah, they had yeah. 25 skaters from Europe doing oh, that 25. contest. Wow. Yes, 25. 
Were, were you pretty early in the, in the stage, or were you like later on? I was later on. Oh, okay. so you got to see everything. I had to. I, yeah, I was that's, able to see a few parts. That's actually interesting because usually I would think they would like film, film all at first and all. then put them yeah. out. That'd be the way to do it. Right, yeah, right. but then that's kind of gives you a heads up. Oh, what's yeah. going on. Yeah, no, that was interesting. Like yeah. to be like, okay, like this guy did this, did this, mm-hmm. did this. All right, like when I get in there. I'm gonna gonna make it happen. (laughs) (laughs) So they call you, you're in. Street League. Yes. You're in. me, I was in. Kansas City. Yeah. Did Malto win that one? Was that the one Uh, Malto won? Oh, Nigel won. won. Okay. I mean, but still, he came in second. That's. It was insane, man. Trust me, just going back from that era I was in to like stepping in an arena with those skaters. It was already People very special. hyped to see you there too. Oh yeah, I, I know we I, were all hyped. To I see was probably you. hyper. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was that a different feeling than skating contest back in the day? Yeah, definitely because the format is different. Mm-hmm. Uh, what I've been through lately is different. I mean, I'm like a young dad who kind of like took a time off, and like I'm like coming in with like a Euro like uh, board company that mm-hmm. not a lot of people are aware of. And uh, yeah, I really felt like even though I had a long history behind me that I was kind of the underdog sure. or like, you Outsider. know, yeah. yeah, kind of for oh. sure. I definitely didn't come in like confident or swinging, you know, I right. was like, all right, I'm, I kind of try, I'm try, I'm going to try to have my, my, get my marks kind of back yeah. together, you know? So yeah, I definitely never thought I'll end up second in that no. contest. No. But did you understand the whole scoring thing? Cause it's all different. Some skaters go in there and they, they don't even understand yeah. what to do. Did you? I, I feel like the street league uh, format takes at least um, a full season to understand and get comfortable okay. because it's a lot of information to take with, uh, with the adrenaline and the pressure. Sometimes you just don't have uh, the serenity and the time to just, take a second look mm-hmm. at the screen and be like this is what i need right i believe that tricks can give me the point sometimes you're so into the moment and you have all these things going at once that you don't have that little like right. you know calmness to to think straight so that's when the experience comes in like after a season or after seeing other people's mistake yeah you're like, you're like wait like you wait you, you went for a banger where you needed like a six, like wow, like you could have just done simple. right. Yeah. Yes, so you 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 learn from that. Okay, you learn from okay. That. And then what? So you're you're still skating for Jar, and then the, you second in Street League, and then what, what, when does this? When does a primitive thing come into the come into the picture? Well, uh, after I would say about two two seasons mm-hmm. in uh, in Street League, which which even though I knew Paul before very well, mm-hmm. we met, we met when we were very young at Tampa. I've seen him many, many times, yeah. but, uh, you know, doing all those stops with Paul, with the same group of dudes, definitely, uh, made us a little bit closer. Okay. And, uh, after that, like, uh, being in the street league, I knew, all right, like the level is so serious that I gotta, I gotta prepare in a different way. Like I gotta be, you know, back, back in, in those days, everybody had like their own skate facility yep. and everybody had a cool skate park around and I didn't have that. So mm-hmm. I was like, all right, if I really want to take this opportunity seriously, I gotta prepare seriously. Right. So I moved to the, to the Valley and, uh, I was roommate with uh, Chaz Ortiz and uh, Manny Santiago in the Valley in, uh, in, uh, Chatsworth. Chatsworth. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> and, uh, so you moved from France. Yeah, back. I worked on my yeah, okay. I worked on the visa and all that, made all that happen oh. and then I was like I got to move back to the states and and really prepare properly for that. Okay. So, oh. yeah, I moved to Chatsworth and uh 
and started skating with those guys all the time. Like we went to Paul's Park. Uh, did you leave your family back in uh, France? Unfortunately, yeah. I, oh. I had no choice. I had to. Oh, wow. so how, how did they feel for you coming back out? Yeah. Uh, well, my my uh, girlfriend, the my my kid's mom, she 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 knows about skateboarding. Like she's from she the culturally she's from a very very close place to that. So she knew. Uh, she knew who I was like before we met, like she used to work for, for ethnies and stuff mm, like that back okay. in the day. So she, she grew up in the skate world. So she knew that, uh, you know, California for me was the, was the place to be if mm -hmm. I really want to take my career to that level. So she understood it, but it was hard. It was yeah, hard for bad. me. You know, my kid is like super young and I know I'm going to miss some, some amazing time that, you know, you can't catch back to. So it was, right. it was a hard sacrifice, but, uh, I knew I didn't have uh, five, six, seven years to, to spend before I did that, yeah. that move. So I, I had to do it and, uh, and I'm glad how it turned out. Obviously, like uh, everybody knows how positive Manny is and, and yeah, Jazz yeah. to be around. So it was, it was a good, good kick in the butt. Uh, I needed to get back in, <laughs> in shape. <laughs> right, and, and right. it, was, it was an awesome training, man. Like Manny is all about those missions sure. and skating all the time. So it was awesome, man, honestly. And, and since Manny was in Street League, Chaz was in Street League too. We we're just in that mode, like, all right, let's skate, let's skate like uh, the big section. So we just get into the skate right. park and focus on the big section, yeah, and we yeah, focus yeah. on the A-frame. We're all getting ready for the same thing. So the dynamic was was just perfect. And uh, in that era, at that era, like uh, I was not writing for Jart anymore. And uh, skate shop I, I write for, uh, which is a butt skate shop in Marseille, used mm -hmm. to hook me up with their with their board uh, skate shop boards. Okay, and. Uh, I guess Paul heard of that, you know, he was like, uh, what's up with, with Bastions and boards? And one night it was uh, the Mayweather-Pacquiao fight. And oh. uh, we went to, to, to Paul's house to watch the fight. And then afterwards, we, we just hung out for a little bit. He's like, man, I want to I talk to you about something. And I had no clue, like, what he had in his mind. Hmm. He's like, man, I'm working on a, on a board company and uh, not sure about the name. I don't have many infos, but I know it's happening and uh, I want you to be a part of it. Wow. I was like, you know, like, obviously, growing up, I always had that image of Paul, like, being super... Uh, professional and super precise with like what he releases the way he communicated about himself business wise trick wise sure, everything everything yeah, yeah. very meticulous mm -hmm. and i was like man I, in my mind i was like i don't care about the name i know it's gonna be legit right. it's gonna be the shit i was like hell yeah like i want to be a part of that wow and that's how it started i was like let's do it let's do it yeah yeah, yeah. because you had already parted away with with jart yep. yeah yeah what happened there just it wasn't working out or uh well i i wish like uh i would have had a little more input or like mm. experience to give to okay. the to the brand you know for example a very simple thing they're they're very focused onto the american market oh and i told them you know the the, the first thing because america is not going to know about how how long you've been around in europe mm -hmm. how much you've done how big you are the first thing who's going to speak to the americans are are going to be your board graphics and the quality of your wood mm -hmm. so make sure like when the boards are in the skate shop they stand out they're great like they're well thought yeah, you know? yeah. Right. so i was always like yo focus on to into having dope board graphics right and so one time you know i get a package i see my next board graphic i open it i'm like 
wait, what? Like, okay. no, like, right. no, that's, that's, that's not like me. Like I've been telling that's them not, this thing. And yeah, I, yeah. yeah, I really felt like we, we didn't understand like mm-hmm. each other. So I call, I'm like, yo, you know, like next time before you release a, a board with my name on it, please like have me check it out. Okay. Maybe I can give some inputs, all of that. Yeah. After three, four times that happens, man, I was like, all right, you know what? Like, I don't want to be bummed out when I open a box with my name right, on the board, you know? Right, so. Right. Like I've tried, but I'm I'm sure. over it. Like, they they had know. their direction that they wanted to, to yeah, follow. I felt, I yeah, I felt like my word, you know, didn't really mm-hmm. make make the impact I was hoping for. Okay. But I don't blame anybody, you know. But to me, I I at that point, I I really wanted to be proud about like what's out having there. Having my name on on my board, you know what I mean? That totally. was important to me. Totally. Uh, but but I mean, yeah. So Paul hits you up. Yeah. Pulls you aside at the Pacquiao fight. Yeah. Yeah. Was he smoking a cigar? You, we were smoking a cigar. <laughs> <laughs> I just picture like a dark room and no, nah, we're we're in his uh, we're chilling in his garage, uh, okay. smoking a cigar. Yeah. You have a robe on or anything, or just no. normal clothes? Normal clothes. Okay. Don't don't try to make it look sus over there. <laughs> no, no, not sus. I mean, like you know, uh, Godfather. God, like yeah, that. yeah, oh, okay. you, yeah. Okay, like okay. he's like a pinky ring, yeah. like everything. I got an offer you can't refuse. Right, right. <laughs> well, it's amazing too. You go from like sixteen straight to flip. And oh my you God. go back, you're a jart, and you go straight to straight prim- to prim- <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Going up right back to the top. Yeah. Oh yeah. my God. I don't know what you'd go back for to get on now. I mean, <laughs> you've reached the primitive, yeah, you know? Dude. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't skate for anybody else I right know, now. I'm just saying. Um, Actually, random question. Did you ever get like any offers when you were on Flip oh. to ride for like anybody else back then? Were people hitting you up like crazy, like board companies or shoes while you were riding for them? Honestly, like even if, even if people wanted to contact me i can tell you don't know the bosses of flip skateboard man <laughs> oh, really? they, they would have been like wait down. what like yeah. his, his number who are you bro like yeah, yeah, nah, yeah. nah like we ain't giving you his contact yeah. they're, they're gonna block that shit <laughs> but they could have got his number your number from anybody though any of your friends or you know i know but no nobody ever tried man okay Okay. They know the flip squad. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. Are you still, do you still uh, in contact with all the guys on flip? Yeah. I talk to Jeff a lot. Like, uh, it's, it's, it's very funny because he's like over 10 years older than me or mm-hmm. at almost 10 years older. And I had my son before him. So it was super funny to congratulate him for, uh, being a father and, uh, having that linked, uh, that he, that we have now. But yeah, I talked to, I still see uh, Apple Yard from time to yeah. time, but the one I'm still closest is definitely Jeff. We, you know, he's always following my uh, my path uh, or following what I'm doing, and he's always congratulating me or letting me know, you know, that uh, he's proud or you know, super supportive. That's I mean, rad. we have this special uh, special link since I was at his house at such a young age and he has a responsibility of he me. Pretty much I saw you grow up. Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. So yeah, he must have a special like you know regard on me for sure summer. so the time paul pulls you aside wants to tells you about primitive and everything doesn't know the name yet then the time's getting closer and closer and closer to primitive starting are you are you are you feeling this like anticipation for it or are you just kind of mellow about it or how are you how are you feeling at that time when well, it's about a, when it's about a drop and this big news is about to hit the industry well, honestly, I was just really proud to uh, to have you know to skate primitive boards, mm-hmm. and uh, at first they didn't have many uh, many different graphics. Right. It was just 
starting Super and small. Uh, they didn't want to make anything official so for a long time I was skating for primitive under the radar like okay. nobody knew I was actually on the team mm. and uh, I wasn't really tripping about it but I was wondering if uh, their plan was to turn me pro for the brand right that's just some of the thoughts I had when I was on my own I wonder why they were keeping it low like that I don't know, maybe, you know, try to go step by step, sure. not, not add too many riders at mm -hmm. once. I'm not really sure. And also maybe the announcement cycle, like we start this thing and then all of a sudden, because I remember when you got on, when they announced Bastion was on Primitive, like, I know I was like, what? Yeah. Holy, <laughs> that's so fucking sick. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like they started with uh, Carlos and Nick first, right? Yes. Yep. yes. So they started with an and, that's right. and then you were shortly after that. I yeah, was, yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. So they have their plans. It's good to draw it out like yeah, that. No, yeah, no, no, it is, sure, definitely. Sure. Plus, yeah. I, you know, they wanted to have like a really dope little clip right before, ready to go to drop before okay. like the announcement. Yeah. So, but they did the same thing as Flip Skateboard, man. Like they came up one morning, knocked at the door. I'm like opening the door. Yo, what's going on? Oh, yeah. hey, what's up, Paul? What's up? And he had a couple of boards in his hand. He's like, congratulations, mate. No way. And he shows me the, the gold lion. I was like, yo. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> no way, you know, That's like tight. insane, man. You remember where like Paul had his gold, gold boards? Board? Yeah. yeah, like yeah. One, one of them was, was that, like the green, green board with the golden full lion. I was like, dope. Like, yo, this is too cool right now. I can't wow. believe this is happening, man. I was so pumped. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. What do you think is... uh? What do you think? What do you think you're more proud of? You think you're more proud of like the, the the flip era or this new era that you're kind of like the primitive thing? That's a and hard the, question to answer. I know, I, I know, it's very difficult, but you know, it's almost like I'm just curious because I mean that's proud. You know, that's where you got your start and everything. But this new era is pretty rad too. You know what I mean? It's hard to compare, but they definitely have two completely different flavors mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because. As a 13, 14, 15 year old kid, you haven't been through anything really. Like it's between the age of 12, when I went to Ventura for the first time, to the time where I was 15 and they showed me my pro board, yeah. that thing felt like a blink of an eye, literally. Sure. But, but the time from where I left America at like 20 years old, 21, mm -hmm. to the time where I came back to California and Paul showed me that, that primitive board, did not feel like a blink of an eye i've been through a lot like i uh, i sure. became a father i find myself having no sponsors mm -hmm. buying boards from skate shop reading things about me that like i disappeared uh, from the face of the earth to play music or because right. i was on drugs and all that and i was like wow like that's 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 kind of crazy <laughs> like, why would you say that about someone where you have no clue right so yeah the ride definitely fell longer and okay. the, the climb was a little harder for mm -hmm. sure but so, uh, so you weren't on drugs i was not on drugs man. <laughs> <laughs> you sat there playing uh blues and yeah the bars, that, was, man. that was my drugs man music was my drug back go. then but that's what i'm saying like maybe you could appreciate this more now that you're definitely that you've gone through this ride definitely you know? i know i know how how hard was the ride and uh 
and how much commitment and self-belief you got to have to go from being pro for flip going through having no sponsors mm-hmm. to actually make the opportunity to to be back on primitive right is is is, is a roller coaster right oh there oh my god and primitive gee look at i mean <laughs> look at the company that you keep over there you know the team is insane. the team yeah it's insane yeah you insane guys team. you guys are killing it <laughs> um but yeah no i i do the whole thing is great you know what i mean like I, i'm so stoked for you like the whole primitive like i said when you got when the announcement was i was like what the fuck like it's so <laughs> yeah. sick Thanks, oh, yeah. you know what i mean yeah. what are you gonna do next bro what's next for bastion Oh man, I have uh, I have some pretty cool things in store, man. Do you? Like, yeah, because you know when I I hurt my knee. Oh, uh, you did? Yeah, I had a ACL surgery. Oh wow, okay. Yeah. When yeah, when, when did that happen? A year after I started skating for Primitive, man. Wow. Yeah, like two thousand. 2016 oh i hurt my knee i was in a super good dynamic man like mm. i was like you know it feels like it always happens in those moments even sure. though that was my first real injury mm-hmm. but yeah i had all those projects all those, all those ideas mm. and then boom i torn my acl damn and i get my first real injury out of nowhere and like skating some dumb spot just like you know not being focused for a sure. second and you get hurt right and um honestly i've i thought i've been through a lot but like getting that injury was a challenge I did not expect, you know, like even just the unknown of like waking up and your leg like just shrink like 50% of your strength and uh, you realize how long the road is going to be. Right. Was was very, very hard. Yeah. Yeah. Especially, you know, I just got my visa done. Everything is good to go. Mm -hmm. And then I know that I'm not going to be able to step on a skateboard for at least a year. Right. Was, was super, super hard. So that that took me out of my comfort zone heavy and mm-hmm. uh, and back then yeah man like people I could hear oh yeah like that dude came back in 6 months oh that dude came back in 8 months and then 6 months comes in I'm not ready 8 no. months comes in I'm still not good to go mm. like man what do I do wrong right, right. and uh yeah it was very tough man I'm so blessed that uh, primitive like were patient believed in me the whole time Sick. you know they never thought for a second or never made me feel like yo like uh the clock Curry. is ticking like we're yeah. gonna drop you if you don't come back none right. of that so i knew i had their support but you know the team is skating i see the the, the the post on instagram i'm missing out all i do is going to the gym to do that that workout mm-hmm. process and then uh came the day where i was able i had the green light to come back on the board man wow but it was the first time that like i had such a big stop in my career that uh Man, mentally, it was super hard. Even though you prove yourself every day at the gym that the knee is strong enough, in the back of your mind, you're still kind of like shook by what you went through. Mm-hmm. Your board doesn't feel the same. You don't feel the same because, man, trust me, I never realized how much you 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 lose, like how in condition you are, in shape you are when you skate all the time. Right. And when you stop from that amount of time, you really realize like, dude, I've been skating for 15, 20 minutes. I'm out of breath. Done. <laughs> I'm done. Yeah, I skate like four or five stairs for like 15 minutes. Next day, I cannot skate. skate right? <laughs> My leg is killing me. I'm hurt. I'm sore. And that really like uh, got a big, big impact on me. Like uh, mentally, I was like, dude, like, I'm in a killer team. Those guys are all crushing it. And like, I can barely like last 20 minutes on the real spot. 
Right. So that was the first time in my career where I was like, man, how am I gonna like face that situation and how am I gonna be able to to get back to where I know I can be, right? It almost seems like the biggest mountain, right? Yeah. Or just like a, this huge climb. Yeah, because yeah. it's, it's one thing to have the green light from a surgeon that has no clue what skateboarding is about and to come back on the street spot with a cameraman and film a dope line. <laughs> it's two different <laughs> right. things. Yeah, right? for sure. And honestly, man, like back then, I did not have the tools to to know what to do or to actually face the situation. Mm -hmm. And uh, man, I just thought like, I just did the best I could. Like, right. you know, like, okay, take two days off if my knee is killing me after a session, um, you know, try to, to take care of myself as much as possible. Mm -hmm. But the truth is I was not on the right path to come back, like to get strong again. Okay. And luckily, man, uh, I got contacted by my homie Raf, who uh -huh. told me a long time ago league. from the street league, yeah. right? And he moved back then. He used to live in Barcelona. He went to Costa Rica, right? Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, he called me. He's like, man, you know, I've been uh, super into like... Uh, like all the mental aspects, uh, physical mm -hmm. aspect about like training, living healthy. Uh, he's telling me about like meditation, visualization, oh. um, about daily routine, about setting small goals, big goals, mm. short-term goals, right. long-term goals, work on yourself, about knowing yourself better, yeah. like about your fear, about, you know, uh, some uh, negative thoughts that are blocking your process sure, that you're not yeah. even aware about yourself. Absolutely. You know what I mean? So he's telling me about all those, uh, those you know, uh, aspects of like yourself or, or training that I never even thought about in my whole career. But since I know him so well, I'm, I'm, I'm listening. I know he's not calling me to tell me like some gibberish shit, yeah. right? And so we slowly started, you know, he's in Costa Rica, I'm in Glendale, right? Yeah. So we're like FaceTiming, he's like giving me certain routines oh. to do, certain, you know, short time goals. Uh, yeah, I literally starting writing about when I come back from a session, let's write about how I felt about it. Like uh, if I feel, let's say, you know, back in the days, one thing that was really hard on me was like, I was expecting a certain level that I could never reach. If I needed like, let's say six, seven tries to do a switch heel, right. I'll be home, I'll be like, this session was like, was a failure because I was not at a standard yeah. that I expected myself. So right. see, I, I had those kind of like weird thoughts, like, you yeah. know, barriers that I put in myself. And I thought, this was positive. Like was po I have right. to expect this from me, but actually I was doing it backwards. It was, you know, yeah. I, was, I was blocking myself. So right. anyways, throughout those work process and everything, like I'm, I'm telling about like literally daily missions. Like, you know, let's say like you haven't been out of your house to go to let's say a club or a bar cause you feel super awkward and it's so not your, your, your spot. You don't sure. like being there. Yeah. Well, you're taking out yourself out of your comfort zone and you're going to go to a club in a right. bar and like little things like that. You know uh. what I mean? But let's say you're going to challenge first thing off, you take, you take yourself out of your comfort zone, mm -hmm, you know, like mm -hmm. are those like, yeah, I've been skating like one hour today, two hours. Oh, okay, next day, definitely I'm taking a day off. No, you're going to the skate park again, but you're taking it easy, but you're going to be on your board on and board, skate. Yeah. So he took me out of my comfort zone. I took myself out of comfort zone. I started to give credit to meditation, oh, wow. to visualization, okay. writing like uh, about what I feel, what I fear, 
where do I see myself next year, all that. Anyways, mm. through those little, little process, I started to see a huge change, dude. Really like interesting. Focusing into like stretching, like religiously, respecting those routines and all that. I could see right away like, yo, like I'm, I remember going to the skate park, skate, and like right before I was about to pop my trick, back in the days, I would have like, not back in the days, but when I started skating again after the injury, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I would have had so many thought process in my mind while I'm skating, right? Yeah. And then throughout our exercises, I knew that as soon as I start thinking about stuff that are outside of the way I pop, the way I flick, the way my weight is on the board, yeah. I'm wrong. Like what's going on in my life outside of my board and the spot I'm skating mm -hmm. has no business to do right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So once I started to understand that, all the fear I had outside needed to be in my car and not follow me on the park. Right. I started to feel super different on my board right away. Interesting. And then he came from Costa Rica to LA and then we started wo working like in like face to face yeah, one on one. Yeah. Wow. And uh, man, the rest is going to be history because trust me, <laughs> Damn. shit is going down. That's it's, it's so crazy how the littlest things can, you know, really change your whole... Abs yeah. Dude, like I never gave credit to the importance of the mind. To me, you know, if you can, if you skate seven hours a day, every day, you're mm -hmm. going to be good. Right. But it's not that simple. Like, actually, I feel like the fact that you're skating seven hours a day give you so much more in your head. Like you're confident. Mm -hmm. You're like, you're never getting out of like your comfort zone because all the tricks you do you have them unlocked they're part of you right and when you don't skate for a year and you have to relearn all those automatic uh thought process mm -hmm. your your muscle memory and all that man when those things are taken away from you you feel you feel naked on the skate oh, park yeah. mm -hmm. right and i needed i needed his help to get back on track and i'm so glad That's he did amazing i feel like this guy raf is uh has been very helpful with the street league thing and then this thing like wow yeah it's no, great to have me, people man, around you that are that really care about you and it's wanna, pretty you know, important yeah. it's pretty important man Definitely. and it takes you know a lot of people are proud to say that I don't need anybody to get things done and all that, but yeah. but man, they're wrong. It takes it takes it takes some balls. It takes a totally. man to, to, to say that you need you need help you need and, help. and you yeah. don't have all the tools, you right. know. So and uh, I give him credit because you know I don't know if me being in his boots, I would have been able to pick up the phone and talk about a theory or a different approach that uh, I had no no idea of. You know, it's easily. Uh, it's easy to just laugh at a dismiss like, uh, it. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm, so you know, to mm -hmm. have the confidence to pick up the phone and know that uh, I'm probably going to be receptive into this idea and project, I give him a lot of credit because yeah. I don't know if I would have had the balls to do that. But plus, you're also in a different position too with the knee thing going on too. So maybe you're like, okay, I'll, 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 anything, like give me anything absolutely. that I want, you know, yeah. like yeah. that will help me. Yeah, because yeah, I knew this. I wanted something different. Yeah, but I didn't know. Didn't know what I didn't was. know what. Right? know what i was doing wrong i thought i thought i was doing things right like you know not giving too much charge on my knee mm -hmm. giving enough time to recover completely before going out again totally. skating and no that's not what i needed right you know like that's not what i needed yeah you need to like forget everything that has gone happened before and just relearn it again and be happy that you're relearning as it goes yeah, yeah and yeah. that's a hard thing it's like, hard it's, it's super so hard, hard. Skater, yeah, yeah. the hard. mind is insane yeah, the mind's crazy absolutely. Yeah. yeah absolutely so what are these big things you got planned 
What do we got? Huh? Yeah. What do you, at least some footage, maybe video part. Yes. Are, you, are you working on some stuff? Yeah. Oh, I'm, uh, I started working on a banging with, uh, with Chase at the barracks. Okay. I'm very excited uh, to make, oh. to finish that, make it happen. That'll be dope. I just started, but mm -hmm. honestly with the work we're doing, I know that, uh, I'm getting like at the level where I need to be to to produce a bang sure. that I'm gonna be very proud of, and uh, hopefully people are gonna be stoked on. Okay. And then yeah, like I told you, I'm setting uh, short term goals and then long term goals. Mm -hmm. So something a little bit ahead of the the banging is uh, I'm definitely focused on to uh, Tampa Pro next year. Dope. Dope. To nineteen because unfortunately while I was hurt uh, with the knee, I had an email from the street league telling me that they since i can't skate they're gonna have to give my spot to another oh. skater which i understand right but uh yeah i feel like uh, since tampa is uh, is kind of the golden ticket to get back in there sure uh, me and raf was like yo if you get if you prepare right if yeah. you skate you've already if won you one before focused, i was gonna say you won one <laughs> yeah i won Tampa one M. <laughs> no and Temp i won oh, you Tampa won Tampa pro, pro? Yeah. oh we yeah. got you did well in the Tampa am though too yeah you i got think, a, I, think like, I finished second, second. in Tampa am Okay. And then I want Tampa Pro, yeah. Tampa Pro. But yeah, he's like, man, what do you, what would you think if in those, those goals we set for, for you set for yourself? What if we include uh, getting back into street league yeah. and winning, uh, winning Tampa Pro, or at least finishing first or second sure. to get back into it? I was like, man, let's do it. That's that's a great goal, right? That we can set for ourselves. So you know, sometime in the morning, you don't feel like stretching for one hour. You don't think like you don't feel like doing those hundred push up in a day. You open your book, you're like, okay, so this is the goal I set for myself. So I'm gonna get this this shit done. It is yeah. very hard to, to to do stuff like that. I'm trying to sit here thinking like, what goals am I gonna set? I have no, I, I have no idea. <laughs> if you, if you set those goals, yeah. you're gonna have that energy, man. If, really? you, if yeah. you set you a goal focus, that matters dude. to you, yeah. you're gonna, it's gonna Sometimes push yourself. Sometimes people just set goals to set, it's like New Year's resolution, right? <laughs> what are you gonna do in the New Year resolution? Oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stop doing that. They, they never do. No, it's, yeah. you know what I mean? Be, like, it has to be goals that comes from here, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. Like one goal that, that you cannot compare to New Year resolution is, Sometimes I wish that my kids would be already born back when I was 15, 16, when I was crushing all those contests in Europe, you know, because they're super into sports and all of that. They're super proud of all that. Mm -hmm. So one thing that motivates me is the joy that I saw my brother's face at the oh, Tony York yeah. show. I want to see those, this look in my kids' eyes when they see me rip. That's a great goal. See? Yeah. When you have this in your That's book in great, the morning, right, that gives you energy. Yeah. You yeah. think about how proud your kids are going to be when they see you where you need to be. And you know oh. they're already proud, though. Oh, yeah. I know, no, I, I, I know, but uh, yeah. I want more. Yeah. I want more. I'm not, I, yeah. you know. Totally, dude. That's they're your kids. <laughs> you want them to be, yeah. Yeah, right. absolutely. Absolutely, man. man. It, I love it. Matters. I love it, Bastion, bro. Congratulations on everything, Thank dude. You all the success and oh, it's just amazing, dude. Dude, can I request one trick from you? Uh, the bang of the barracks for any time. Caballerial fakey manual. Oh, if you could do that one, that's never been done. Caballerial fakey manual. Yeah. If you don't, even on like a little curve manual, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Please, that's just my. I would love to see that. All right, like it happened. <laughs> all right. Oh yeah! Ca oh, add a, add a flip in there. <laughs> Caballerial flip? No, Caballerial flip, fakey manual. Oh, you just said about you, you just said cab. Just, oh, fake. I said cab flip. Said cab. No, you said cab. All right. Well, never mind. Cab flip, fakey manual. Oh, 
That'd be a dope one. Yeah. Did I say cab? Nah, you, yeah, you said caballero for sure. Yeah. Caballero flip? Oh, maybe I just talk fast. Yeah, set a goal to slow down. No, that's a good idea, man. That's a, that's that's a great a dope idea. Trick. That's yeah. a dope trick. Listen, bro, we want to we wanna give you some nine club stuff to take home with you. Do you drink coffee or I tea? I drink coffee. Yeah. yeah we like to, uh, Kelly, will you go get him some uh, nine club uh, like mugs? And, what, and what size uh, t-shirt are you? Uh, large. Large? Large. Yeah, get him some shirts and stuff, dude. Thanks, man. Man. Yeah, the goal thing is interesting, you know? Because like I was saying, it's, it's very hard to set those goals and, yeah, to, because, and to stick by them. And to, yeah, because you're going to be like, okay, you're going to be motivated for like a week, yeah. a week and a half to do those daily routine every single day. But, mm -hmm. you know, definitely one morning you're going to wake up and you're going to be like, yo, like it's getting repetitive. I'm I'm kind of over it, and totally. then that's that's when you need those phrases, those little trigger to yeah. give you that energy, mm -hmm. you know. And also, you need to mix it up, not do every day the same thing. You want to mix well, that's, it up. That's a ticket right there. Yeah. yeah, one day, you know, you want to focus on stretching, flexibility, and why not like explosivity? And then the next day, next day, you work on your strength and your cardio. Yeah, you know, stuff like that. You yeah. don't want to repeat the same thing over and over every day because you're gonna get sick. Yeah, of you're it. gonna get sick. Yeah, of you it. have right. to mix it up. Right, right, right. After dealing with your ACL, um, and now Paul is going through the same thing. Have mm -hmm. you been like helping him like go through it? Yeah, especially I was there that day where he got hurt. Oh, we were, were skating together. Oh yeah, wow, we were skating together. And trust me, man, when I saw him on the ground holding his knee, I was I was just praying like, yo, let's please make this not serious. Like, right, make this right. okay. And then uh, he called me the next day or two days later, told me what it was. And I knew he got he got exactly the same injury as I got. Wow. And so I told him right away, man, like, if you have any questions, any doubts, anything you want to talk about, dude, call me anytime because I'm right. there. So, yeah, I showed him uh, I showed him my support and that I was going to be there for him because I wish when I was going through those things that I would have like a homie that I could call and be like, yo, is this normal if my knee is doing this, feeling like mm -hmm. that? Yeah. So I told him, hey, man, if you have any questions, yeah. anything, I'm there for you, man. So, yeah, he's letting me know how he's doing. Dope. Uh, where he's at with the sur with the surgery and everything so yeah we're definitely in touch on Paul that. is a heavy minded he's a he has his eye on something and he goes for it yeah. you know what I mean yeah. like yeah, he yeah. he's I see him at his Instagram he's, he's in the gym doing hard. work in it he's yeah. documenting the whole thing too and yeah he's documenting yeah. it too which is rad yeah no he yeah. has that perfect state of mind where yeah. like he's not gonna let himself get like distracted right to him it's another fight it's, an, it's another mission and another you know uh, challenge to accomplish sure. where just put this behind him and he's going to be super proud yeah. to go through that and to come back strong which I have zero doubt he's going to do oh my god yeah we all know I he's know. Paul Rodriguez <laughs> you know what I mean huh? listen dude here's a uh, oh my god a switch flip Manny oh, mug for oh, you huh? you on it right <laughs> every time yes, you uh, pour yourself a cup of coffee you could uh... thanks my G of course, bro. Here's a large tea and a nice uh, crew neck sweater. Nine Club. Hey, all available. Me up. Of course, Thank dude. Thank you so much, man. All available on the nineclub.com, huh? Appreciate it, man. For sure. Yes, dude, sir. Bastion, man. Dude, thank you so much for coming by. Yeah. This is... Thank you so much hey, for having me. You're the man, dude. Hey, much... Good, dude, good continued time. success with everything that you're doing, dude. I can't wait to see that banging coming out. Yes, sir. Do we know when? Maybe a week or two? Uh, just, or whenever it's done? <laughs> whenever it's done. Okay. Yes, sir. Okay. <laughs> well, maybe I'll see you down there because we're doing all the Battle of the Barracks stuff okay. too. Yeah. Yes, sir. Cool. Oh, you should have been in Battle of the Barracks. 
No, I didn't get the invite, man. But <laughs> at least, I at least I can focus on one thing. That, okay, you know, the bang is my it. main thing. Yes. Okay, could have put you on my team. Could have <laughs> used you. Yeah, maybe next year. I'll still be there next year. Exactly. Okay, I'll okay. still be there. Were you in? You were in Battle the Bricks before, right? Yeah, I did it once. Yeah, you, you like Caballero the flip, Caballero flip uh, at the end down the stairs. The when stairs, you were yeah, yeah. <laughs> down <laughs> the stairs. Yeah. You don't remember that. I don't remember. You like played and then you like got all psyched and Caballero flipped the stage. No way. Yeah. No, <laughs> That's amazing. What, 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 what happened is that like I was skating against Moose and uh, I didn't skate. I didn't skate well that day, okay. dude. I lost. And then, you know, they take, it takes a little second before they like lift the arm up of the winner the and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so like I was, I was like in my mind, I was on tilt. Like I was like, fuck, dude, like I lost. lost. Like yeah. I didn't make it happen. So I'm like cruising around the park and I go up, I go around and I go towards the, the set of stairs or whatever. <laughs> and I just like cap flip the set of stairs. <laughs> <laughs> it was so sick. Cause I was so, so bummed. I was like, ah, fuck it. <laughs> That's amazing. Dude, I was dude. impressed with Moose's flat ground. Oh, yeah, he's like, he's holy super crap. Yeah, like, no, he's, he's so yeah. good, man. Do you keep up with what's going on out there? I mean, there's so much skating out there. Instagram and YouTube. I mean, there's just I a mean, lot. Like, what's you, your go to internet like website? Oh, for skate. Wow. Usually I go either on like uh, the barracks. Thrasher, Thrasher and Transworld, yeah. you know? Okay. But I mean, just through social media, Instagram, man, you, you just see. It all. see so many skaters you never heard of just killing it yeah man. like i see some unbelievable skating from people now could you imagine growing up in this era now trying to like make it into skateboarding like just trying getting to it, keep up like, with it it's i mean like, in it's one crazy. on one side it's easier than when we were kids because wait cause okay you can let's say you got like you, you you're good on your board right mm -hmm. but you live in the middle of nowhere how are you gonna get people attention on, on your That's abilities true. you're not gonna be able but for sure it's a lot of information and a lot of tricks that are gonna be mixed with the whole bunch of it right. so for sure the the expectation and the level is so high that you truly need to be extraordinary to make a difference but at least you have the opportunity to put it out and to have right. people check it out, which back in the days you you had no yeah. opportunity yeah. to do so. So I think it's a great tool. Okay. Yeah. I just think it's just a lot. I, I think it's a lot harder with all the I, every kid's so good and and it's just like the the bars higher. Yeah. No, than it ever was. The progression you know? of skateboarding is insane. It's insane. It's crazy. That's why I sit in a chair now and talk to people. You know what I mean, Bastion? <laughs> But listen, dude, hey, dude, thank you again so much. My pleasure. And like thank I said, so dude, continue success me, with everything you got going on and the banging and the hopefully a primitive part and stuff. Like, I'd love that too, I man. just can't wait to see what you come out with next, man. Thank Big so fan, much, man. Big fan. It means a lot. Catwood Oh, yeah. No, dude, thanks for coming on the show, man. You're My pleasure. Yeah. Thanks for having me, Kelly. You're a living legend, dude, and thank you for all you've done for skateboarding. Thank you so much. That means so much, man. Hell yeah, dude. Appreciate it, bro. Yep. There it is, man. Bastion, dude. <laughs> 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 yeah.